This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Next contestant. <sighs> Honey, you look confused. What's wrong? I'm having a hard time remembering to take my medications like I'm supposed to. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to worry you. I'm glad you told me because I heard that Adams Drugs has a medicine on time service that will package your monthly medications and make them easier to manage. Our neighbors, Bill and Leslie, mentioned the other day that they use Adams and how they have made it so easy for them to manage their medications. Do you think we can call Adams Drugs or go by there and see if they can help me? I don't want to get to the point where you have to put me into an assisted living home. Why don't you get your medications together right now and let's go down to Adams and talk to the pharmacist. How much does the medicine on time service cost? I asked Bill that same question, and he told me it's a free service for Adam's customers. Free? Wow, I'm feeling really good about this already. Let me grab my meds list. Call Adam's Drugs Medicine on time for your pharmacist consultation. Visit us adamsdrugs.net for more information on our medicine on time packaging service. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. And good Wednesday morning to you, everybody. It is a Locked on Wednesday. Great to have you along with us. What do you say? Let's have some fun over the next three hours or so. Big basketball night tonight in the SEC. Tennessee survives Missouri last night. They were down at the half, came back, took a big lead in the second half, and then held on late to win. I think they ended up winning by five last night. Uh, Meanwhile, Texas A&M very well may have just played themselves out of the tournament. Not only does Texas A&M lose last week in Nashville to Vanderbilt, last night they lost at home to Arkansas. Uh, That's not a good look at all. Um, The way Arkansas has been playing, of course, Arkansas – is 12th in the league right now in the standings. A&M with a critical loss to fall below 500. I suspect when all the dust settles with the bracketologies and all of that heading into the weekend, that A&M very well uh, will or could possibly be out of the field. We'll see if they can work their way back in. I know one bracketologist is saying that Ole Miss must win tonight to stay in the field. And that's not, I mean, that's Joe Lenardi that's saying that Ole Miss plays at Mississippi State. Um, so interesting there. I think Miss Ole Miss is in the play-in game in Lenardi's bracketology. 
it really is interesting to look how all this plays out and goes down. Uh, you know, I, I obviously I try to keep you guys and gals informed on Ken Palm and and net rankings. I'm kind of really into the BPI now and and have a little bit better understanding about about what BPI is. It's ten thousand. They literally do ten thousand simulations of the season and this is what those 10,000 simulations breaks down to I'll go over some of the numbers uh, with you today Uh, we'll start with with just Auburn and Alabama and it's really interesting the 10,000 simulations give Auburn a 91% chance to get to the second round a 68% chance to get to the second weekend, to win, to get to the Sweet 16. They give Auburn a 40% chance of getting to the Elite Eight and a pretty stinking good 21% to make it to the Final Four, basically one in five opportunity to get to the Final Four. Tennessee is next up. They give them a 94% chance to get to the second round, a 71% chance to get to the Sweet 16, a 43% chance to get to the Elite Eight, a 23%. Now, round up if it's over half of a point ahead. So a 23% chance to get to the Final Four. And both Auburn and Tennessee, Auburn a 10% chance to get to the championship game Tennessee an 11% chance to get to the championship game. They're only four-tenths of a point different, but Auburn was 10.3, so rounded that down. Tennessee 10.7, rounded that up. But listen to Alabama. Listen to where Alabama is in this thing. Then we're going to look at the possibilities of, of what lies ahead in the SEC. It gives Alabama a 95%. This is BPI through 10,000 simulations. 95% chance to make the second round. A 74% chance to make it to the Sweet 16. A 50% chance to make it to the Elite Eight. And a 30% chance to... To make it where the program's never been before, and that's to the Final Four. 30% according to the Basketball Power Index, and these are just numbers. It's all simulations, and it it does take – I'll read to you in a minute what all it takes into account. It gives Alabama a 16% chance of winning a game at the Final Four and a 7% chance of winning the national title. And, you know, listen, y'all know how I feel about basketball. Y'all know where I butter my bread. Just in comparison, it gives Houston a 33% chance to win the title. They are way yonder the favorite. Gives them a 60% chance to make the Final Four. Purdue's down to 13% to win it. Arizona's at 11% to win it. And Alabama's next at 7.4%. Just to let you know how BPI works, just to kind of give you a feel for it, I'll just read you their description. 
The BPI is a measure of team strength that's meant to be the best predictor of performance going forward. BPI represents all of these things. Listen to all these things. How many points above or below average a team is. Their strength of record is a measure of team accomplishment based on how difficult a team's one-loss record is. And game predictions, and we'll get to that in a minute, game predictions account for opponent strength, pace of play, sight, where the game's played, travel distance, a day's rest, and the altitude of where the game is played is going to be played. How about that? Isn't that wild? Uh, I just think that kind of stuff is crazy. And we we will get to uh, some score predictions uh, uh, moving forward because you can get those, uh, and literally it kind of tells you what the line's going to be. Um, and it, it's it's pretty intriguing for a guy that's passionate about college basketball. I think tonight's game for Alabama with Florida coming to town, Florida one of the hottest teams in the league, and you know they they are eighteen and seven, eight and four in the league. They literally still have a really good opportunity to win the basketball game. Uh, or excuse me, to win the league. They're only they're two games out. If they win tonight, if they upset Alabama, and Alabama's about an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, if they upset Alabama, listen to the, the literal logjam there will be in the conference standings. If you're a fan of anybody else with the, the, uh, of a four-loss team or better, you need to be pulling for Florida tonight. Because should Florida beat Alabama, and I believe Kentucky will take out LSU and Baton Rouge. So those are the I'm I'm assuming that, but I'm giving you some numbers based on if Florida upsets Alabama tonight in Tuscaloosa. There will be six teams within one game of the lead in the SEC with five to play. Six teams. Alabama, if if Alabama loses again to Florida, I'm giving you that. I'm just saying that's how important of a game it is for everybody else in the league. If you're if you still have aspirations of winning the league. Alabama and Tennessee would be ten and three. Auburn, Florida, Kentucky, and South Carolina would all be nine and four in one game back. Then you got to start looking, and by the way, Florida's three-game win streak matches Tennessee's for the longest in the league. Mississippi State's won three in a row, too. But once, if that were to happen, and you had six teams within one game of the lead, then you got to start looking at, at remaining schedule strength. And as much as I, as you guys know, who I hope wins the league. I don't think the schedule matches up great with it. For Alabama, and even if Alabama wins tonight, they would have a one-game lead over Tennessee. It would pretty much eliminate Florida. Uh, They would be three games back with five to play. Uh, Auburn, South Carolina, and Kentucky, if it wins, would be two games back with five to play. But this is what Alabama has from here forward. 
at Kentucky on Saturday, then Tennessee in Tuscaloosa, then road games to Florida. We know how well Florida plays in Gainesville. We'll see how well they play on the road tonight. To Oxford to take on Ole Miss over there. And Beard's got them playing pretty well there in Oxford with the exception of the second half against Auburn. And then a dangerous Arkansas team coming to Tuscaloosa to end the season. I believe, this is me speaking, I believe for Alabama to win the league, they have to at least win all their three home games. That means Arkansas, Tennessee, and Florida tonight. That I cannot see a way for them to win the league without if they stumble at home. For Auburn and what Auburn has, in my this is Doug's opinion, Auburn's schedule closing it out is much more workable than Alabama's schedule, despite the trip to Knoxville. That's the tough one. I think Auburn should win the other four, even with Jalen Williams not in the lineup and out. Auburn plays in Athens Saturday after a week off. They'll be re-energized and and focused, I suspect. Then they play at Tennessee next Wednesday. But listen to the last three. Mississippi State at home, a, a game that gives them the opportunity to get some revenge against the Bulldogs. At Missouri and Georgia at home. Auburn's going to be favored in four of those games by a pretty good number, I believe. By pretty good, I mean seven or above. And if Auburn wins, goes four and one, but loses in Knoxville, that makes them 13 and five. I'm just telling you, I think the last three weeks of the season, these two games, or the games played last night, the games tonight and Saturday, then the games midweek next week and Saturday, then the games midweek the following week and Saturday, are going to be crazy to determine who the regular season champ is and who gets those extremely coveted double buys. Only four teams get the double buys. So it's going to be fun to discuss. You know how much we're going to enjoy it around here. I want to give you guys a homework assignment a little bit. I've got a story that was at Yahoo uh, that I want to send you. I'm going to go over it some today. Zach Blackerby joins me in just a few minutes for Locked on Auburn. Luke Robinson for Locked on Bama in the second hour. We're going to squeeze in Brent Jones and talk to him about what's going on at Troy this week. He couldn't go on yesterday. And then, of course, Chris Gordy. We'll go on at 120 for Locked On SEC. But there's a great story that I want you to read. I want you to read this story, and I have it ready to send to you. It's about what a lot of G5 coaches are saying about how the G5 is turning into a farm system, and there are now some G5 coaches that literally want there to be a G5 championship. And they're starting to talk about what we said. And that is, how is the G5 qualifier for the 12-team playoff going to go on the road and beat the fifth-seeded team on their home field when they're both playing for the same, when there's the same motivation for both teams? I just don't see it happening very often, if ever. So, and you got money issues, 
you got people thinking that all their G5 people are doing is getting their better players even better and then to have them poached away by the P5 teams. What do you think? I'd love to send you the article. Just send me a text that says story, and I will text it to you and let you read it because it's really, really intriguing. I think you'll find it that way as well. It's a Locked On Wednesday. We will take calls with Zach, Luke, and Chris if you have them. The number to call us to be a part if you have a question or a comment, 334-517-1210. The number to just send any thoughts, comments uh, that you would like for me to ask or comment on during either Locked On Bama, Locked On Auburn, or Locked On SEC is 334-313-1170. Y'all know the drill. Let's have a good time on a Wednesday as we try to get over the hump and head toward another weekend here on the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the Little Tramp. Walt Disney graduated from high school, and Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. Move forward to the 1950s. Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium. Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. Take Chris's to your next party or event. Call-in orders are welcome online at chrishotdogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with This is the famous Bud Light beer. It's not easy to brew a beer this easy to drink. It takes attention to detail to get something to taste this smooth. 
which is why Bud Light is tasted by brewmasters every step of the way. Hey, it's a tough job, but for you and your friends, it's worth it. Bud Light. We don't just brew beer. We brew beer for friends. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. There's one thing for certain in central Alabama this time of year. The temperatures are always uncertain. Keep your heating and air conditioning unit operating at peak performance all the time. Call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service seven days a week for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley, central Alabama's green dealer. Alabama certification number 84449. Hey there, Russell from Gales Down the Street Cafe. Are you looking for a fancy lunch place with white tablecloths and servers when they're whites and blacks? Well, if you are, this ain't it. If you're looking for a quality down-home country lunch where you get food like your grandma used to cook, Gales Down the Street Cafe is the place for you. If you're looking for roast beef, if you're looking for country vegetables, if you're looking for anything like your grandma would have cooked, Gales Down the Street is the place for you. 2741 Zelda Road. It's Gales Down the Street Cafe. Open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. Marketing can be hard. At Dogwood Media Solutions, we are the outsourced marketing solution your business needs. Not every business can afford to have their own marketing department, and that's where we come in. We can be that for you. Website updates, social media, advertising, public relations, and more. Learn more about how this works by giving us a call at 334-425-0009 or visit us online at dogwd.com. D-O-G-W-D.com. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. This is Locked On Wednesday, the Max Roundtable's inside look at the goings-on in Tuscaloosa and Auburn. Locked On Wednesday is brought to you by the town of Pike Road. Welcome home. Joining Doug for his deep dive into the Tigers is the host of the Locked On Auburn podcast, Zach Blackerby. Let's welcome him in as you hear the fight song playing Zach Blackerby, who covers this athletic department as well as anybody. I believe you may have found him at Plainsman Park last night. First visit to a baseball game with his newest child. Did y'all have a good time as a family last night, man? We did, Doug. We made it a whole three innings before there was a mouthful. <laughs> oh, boy. You would know this. How long does it take to make the entire game happen? Or has that happened with your eldest? It happened uh, with my oldest when she was a baby because she fell asleep the whole time and I just didn't move. Um but, yeah, going into it, uh, my wife and I were like, two innings? Is two innings the goal? And the second one ended, and we're like, oh, we're good. We're good. And then, you know, we, we jinxed it shortly after that. That's but. classic. That's classic. Well, I love the picture. I love seeing it. Auburn's baseball team off to a great start. Uh, Obviously, you're a baseball guy. You do a lot of baseball work as well, in addition to Locked on Auburn. And and you obviously will cover baseball a lot with Locked on Auburn once we get to the spring with football. Uh, Give us just an overview before we dig into the other sports. What do you think Butch has? What what kind of team is this? What kind of expectations does the Auburn fan 
base have with Butch's team this year? Yeah, I mean, I think the Auburn baseball fan base, they kind of expect close to regional every year just because that's what's happened over the last few seasons. And uh, obviously, you know, Butch has taken Auburn to the College World Series twice over in Omaha. And, you know, we'll see if he can uh, if he can do it again. I, I love the pop in the lineup. They've got a lot of guys that can go yard at any single moment. Ike Irish, Chris Stanfield, Bobby Pierce, a lot to like about that. Cooper McMurray, can he kind of do what he did in the first half of last season? for the entire year. There's a lot to like about this lineup, one through nine. I think the pitching is going to take time, which isn't unusual for Butch Thompson teams. He's a pitching coach at heart, uh, but it usually takes them about half of the season or so to figure out where to put everybody. So I expect there to be some bumps. We may see kind of the first bit of vulnerability this weekend. Auburn heads to Jacksonville to take place. Uh, take part in the tournament. You know, they'll take on Iowa. They'll take on Wichita State and Virginia. I believe it's the last one there. So we should get to see some uh, some better competition this weekend. No disrespect to Eastern Kentucky or UAB, but I expect to learn a lot more about this team this weekend. Let's talk about uh, what transpired Saturday uh, there in Auburn. Actually, it started transpiring late Wednesday night uh, with the entire campus uh, coming alive and being alive for 72 hours awaiting college game day, which was remarkable uh, inside uh, Neville Arena. And then the game happened and not a good time for Auburn, arguably to have, uh, I I guess maybe last year's A&M game, but uh, Auburn was just not able to make any shots, Zach. Uh, Your thoughts about that? I did watch your and Daryl's postgame agreed with uh, most everything that was said, but uh, just give me your assessment of what happened Saturday and how you think it impacts this team moving forward. We'll talk about Jalen Williams after after you give us your assessment. Yeah, Daryl was a lot more calm in that post-game reaction than I was. <laughs> yes, I was he was. Pretty, <laughs> I was pretty riled up. He talked me off the ledger, at least tried to. Uh, I mean, this was Auburn's worst shooting performance since 2016 when you look at percentages and stats and all of that. So, I mean, terrible timing. And I think, you know, I, I think it's a bummer in regards to not only the timing of this was a huge game and game day was there and it's against Kentucky and it's an important game. But also just like the fan base had built this up so much. Kids were camping out since Wednesday evening after they pummeled South Carolina. Um, if you're a fan there and you bought a ticket, you know, you're paying 500 bucks or more to, to sit in most of the seats in Neville. Then that's, that's what they're given in return. I, I, I think the timing of it really is unfortunate. And I, I think the, the, also the timing of their kind of being – now pretty much a full week off because Auburn doesn't play tonight. They don't play till Saturday. Um, I guess that could be good or bad, Doug, depending on which way you want to look at it. But it was a bad performance. It was a bad performance for sure. And then I guess the highlight of all of the the bummerness that happened was Jalen Williams um, getting hurt. Now, fortunately, he's not out for the season. He'll be back in a bit. I, I'd, I'd be a little surprised if he played Saturday. I haven't seen an official ruling one way or the other on that, but you know, the fact that they will probably get him back before the end of the season is huge, obviously. Um, we'll see. Auburn's got a very manageable schedule. They we really talked do. about the remaining schedules for, you know, the top. And, you know, so many folks were talking about, like, oh, my goodness, Auburn's falling off. It's like, well, they can still fall off and go four and one in their last five games. Exactly. Georgia twice, Missouri, who stinks. And then, you know, they got to go to Tennessee. And then they host Mississippi State. And, you know, Mississippi State beat them in Starkville 
earlier in the year, so you know Auburn's going to get fired up for that. So I really think regardless of if Jalen Williams is there or not, I still think you're looking at a potential 4-1 and one, um, stretch here to end the season. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. And, you know, I've heard reports that Jalen was riding the stationary bike at practice, but that's still really sore. I suspect Bruce Pearl's not going to rush him back uh, just because of the value of having him as healthy as possible for the postseason, for Nashville, for wherever Auburn goes for the national tournament. Uh, because I agree with you. I think they could go four and one with him and four and one without him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, you want Jalen in the hopes where you can beat Tennessee. Obviously, you know, I think Mississippi State could be a little tricky, but you get that one at home. That should be fine. The toughest one without Jalen, if you take out the Tennessee game, is, is this weekend. Yeah. Just because it's on the road. And I mean, I think Auburn should be able to beat Georgia, um, you know, without Jalen, but we'll see. I mean, you'd rather have them than not, but uh, I'm with you. Play it safe. He's too important. Zach, I want to ask you this. We got into this earlier this week here and so with some of my basketball guests, and I want to hear it from a, a distinct Auburn uh, perception. Or perspective, uh, and that is, I, you know, it's going to happen just because of the injury. But even without the injury, I think it's time, and you may totally disagree, I think it's time for Bruce Pearl to shorten his bench. I think the better players need to be playing more minutes. I, I just think it's almost – and listen, I know I'm questioning one of the best coaches in the country when I say this. I get it. But I, I think it's almost a travesty that Janai Broom has played 25 minutes a game. Seems like he should be playing 32 <laughs> at least uh, a game, and and he's not. And, and I think there's some others that probably need more minutes and maybe some that need less. I, I'm curious as to your opinion there. Yeah, I, uh, I, w- I won't push back on that. Of course, obviously, game flow comes into play and fouls and all of that, which Janai sometimes will get you know, two or three in the first half, which limits what you can do. But yeah, in a vacuum, as far as like, yeah. uh, you know, theory. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Uh, I do think there's some positions though, where he genuinely doesn't know like point guard with Trey Donaldson, you know, whatever has happened to Aiden Holloway. I think that's unfortunate. Um, the two guard, I think is interesting with Denver and KD. You love the defense that they both are bringing, but you know, what do they offer offensively? And just, so, so those kind of, those kind of tandems, I think you've got to kind of, go with feel, but I'm with you. Like, if Janai Broom wants to play more minutes and he can play more minutes, he needs to. I'm with you there. I mean, they got 10 guys that are playing 14 or more minutes uh, from 14 to to 24. You you know, I mean, it is, and I've heard the, the discussion about the second group has been just as effective as the first group. I get all that. But in watching every single second of that game on Saturday, I believe that Denver Jones and Baker Mazzara need to get more minutes than they're getting. Uh, And I think some others need to get less minutes than they're getting. And I know a lot of people feel that Chaney Johnson is going to be a big contributor moving forward, and he very well may be. Next year may be his year. I know how much Chris Moore means to this team. He starts every – he started every game uh, for Auburn. Um, They're in the 14-minute percentile. But I don't think they are really threats 
really to to make the big giant play when they're out there like those aforementioned guys are. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's almost become like a point of pride both for Bruce Pearl and Allison and the Auburn fan base to just talk about how deep this team was. I did a radio hit yesterday, and they're like, yeah, can you like can you think of a time where you've covered a team where they've had more depth than this one? And it's like, no, but – this isn't the best Bruce Pearl team. It's the deepest, sure, but it's almost deepest because, like, you're playing more guys. I don't know if it's necessarily, like, the best move for the team. So, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But this seems to be something that this team, like, culturally has yeah. bought into. Yeah. And there's those stories where Chad Baker Mazar, like, refuses to go in because Leor Berman's getting it done or whatever. Like, and those stories are cool and all, but I, I – I'm with you. Chad Baker Bazaar needs four minutes. He and does. He's one of several. Yeah, he's one of three or four guys that you just mentioned. Like, I, I'd love to see more Denver Jones. I think Trey Donaldson needs four minutes. Um, I, I think uh, Janai Broom obviously needs four minutes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, I get it. The two behind-the-back passes were not complete, didn't happen. Uh, it ended up being two turn. Those were his only two turnovers in the game, talking about Baker Mazzara. Uh I think – you know, he was one of the most dynamic players on the floor. And and maybe that's just me. Uh, you know, the, the guy had uh, 14 points in the game, tied for the leading score in the game with Janai Broom. Uh, I, I just think he was a, he's a special talent. And I think the more minutes he gets, the more we're going to see that, if that makes sense. You're saying – Baker Mazar is a yeah, special talent. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, his frame, like that guy was put on earth to play basketball. They just got to figure out how to use him more effectively. But he's so good at a lot of different things, and he's not great at one thing, which means you're a solid college basketball player. And so he, they've got to figure out how um, how to use him. I do expect him to be 10 to 15 pounds heavier next year. Um I think he's a little vulnerable down low on both sides of the court. Yeah. And so that's stuff they're going to have to work on. Um, but that's not really anything you can do right now. That's just a size thing, and they can't fix that in the middle of the season. So, uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was it. That was it. I was just going to say this, and then we'll move on, because I want to talk about where we are with this football team uh, as we head to Hugh Freeze's second spring. But, I, you know, I know one of the – it's easy to look at a stat sheet and say, wow, you know, Kentucky hadn't been defending all year, and look how well they defended against Auburn. Auburn shot just 30% from the field and way less than that from behind the arc. That, that's easy. It's almost lazy, in my opinion, because how many wide-open three shots – I'm talking about wide-open – Totally not defended in any way did Auburn miss. Four of 22 from the field. If Auburn just shoots half as well as they did against South Carolina, if Auburn shoots 30% from behind the arc, which is below their season average at home, if they shoot 30% in that game, it, it's a last possession game. Uh, I guess could, I, I'm just not going to give – maybe it's because uh, I just don't care to give Kentucky any props, but I don't think they necessarily defended all that much better. I just think Auburn shot it horribly. It's tough because, like, sure, they missed open shots and you can only do so much in that scenario, but Kentucky did appear to rattle them. 
Um, I mean, I'm fine with not giving Kentucky credit. I, I really think this game said more about Auburn than it did Kentucky. So, so I agree with you there. But um, I don't know. They, they weren't ready. I don't know if they were too juiced because of all the environment and the atmosphere and all that, which we talked about being a possibility when Alabama came to Neville a few weeks ago. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But obviously whatever happened didn't work. I mean, there was a stretch there, though, where, like, guys were doing some weird stuff. Like, yeah, Janai Broom shooting threes, and you had, you know, undersized guys boxing out, trying to get rebounds and stuff like that. I don't know. It just didn't look right. It didn't look like the same team that we've seen all year. And sure, they shot poorly and all that. But at some point, at some point, I think Bruce Pearl's got to draw some stuff up. And uh, I don't know. I didn't really feel like that happened. This past weekend. I got to I mean, I'm giving Kentucky credit for winning. They won in the toughest place to win in the league. Uh, period. Sure. Yeah. Auburn's right. very. Uh, t- Kentucky's probably the most talented team in the league. If you just broke it right down, what I'm not giving them credit for is for playing shutdown defense. And and here's why. And then we'll move to football. Here's some stats from Synergy, Zach. I think you will find this interesting. This is the the program that people use to break down games and really dig a few few layers down on the onion. Auburn had 18 catch-and-shoot three-point shots in the game, 10 of which were considered completely unguarded. They They missed seven of the 10 unguarded looks. On the guarded looks, they were one of eight. In addition, 13 jump shots off the dribble in the game, Auburn made none of them uh, in the game. So uh, it it literally was a bad day to have a bad day uh, for, for Auburn shooting the basketball. I suspect like it was for some of these other teams when they get that week off, I think you'll see uh, an energized team in Athens. I think you're probably expecting that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, college basketball is so all over the place. You never know what team you're going to get. And Auburn's certainly been that way. Kentucky's certainly been that way. I haven't watched a ton of Georgia. Every time I've watched them, they've just been fine. So that's kind of what I'm expecting yeah. going forward into the weekend. So um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I think uh, I think we'll learn more about Auburn. But until until Jalen Williams comes back, I don't really know what we're going to see matters in the big picture over the next few games. I'm with you. All right, let, let's talk about some of the subjects that you've been addressing with Locked On Auburn. Um, you, you know, you've – I'm just curious how much different you're feeling about this spring than as you than you did in the 23 spring. That was his first one. Hadn't had a full recruiting cycle. He's now, I think, got his staff where he wants it, where he feels most comfortable. Uh, how how is Zach Blackerby feeling as we're just outside the door of spring practice? I, I mean, I think uh, I think you've got to figure out quarterback, and that's either personnel related or you've got to make Peyton Thorne better than a year ago. And so, whether it's installs or whether it's elevating receiver play or it's true competition, they've got to figure out how to take a step forward at quarterback. And I think Peyton Thorne can take a step forward. I don't know if it's worth it. I almost think the upside of going young with the talent is, uh, you know, the talent of either a uh, Hank Brown or a Walker White. I think. You can make the argument that that outweighs what Peyton Thorne can bring to the table in 2024, but we'll see. 
I think you've got position battles all over the defense. Obviously, the defensive back room are replacing, you know, several guys that are going to be in the NFL draft uh, in, the, in the coming months. But they've got to figure that out. And they've got to figure out a bunch of stuff on the defensive front. That defensive front is concerning. That's the, that's the position group I think Auburn fans should be most concerned about. And do you feel we will see a lot of activity post-spring in that position to. group? I think you have to. I think they've got to get pass rushers, which is where they got um, you know James McLeod a year ago, who ended up being the best pass rusher in the home stretch there this past season. And I think pass rusher is a, a position where you can go out and get – and it's not a huge deal if they don't miss spring, just because a lot of it is just pin your ears back and go. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have to do that. I think they're going to have to get some other guys as far as depth pieces on the defensive front. That that position, unless they just choose to go young. I mean, they've got a very talented defensive line class. They're all early enrollee, true freshmen that, you know, they got here a few weeks ago. So they could just choose to go young, Doug. We'll see. But I do think they've got to get another pass rusher. The pass rushing situation on this defense. Um, they've got the talent because they're so young, but I don't think it's going to be ready in 2024. Next year, a year from now, I think it's going to be a very different conversation regarding the pass rush because T.J. Lindsey, Malik Blockton, Keldrick Falk, all these guys will have another year. Uh, Amaris Williams, but I, I just don't think they're quite ready yet. I think they need another older guy. Zach, final question, uh, and then we'll let you tell everybody how they can follow you. There's a big story on Yahoo today, and uh, I'm enjoying reading it because it's being presented as the gap between G5 and P5 and how the G5 coaches are now saying that all they are is a farm system for Power 5. And if litigation goes like a lot of people feel it will, where NIL can be used to recruit and they feel down the road transfers won't be restricted um are are you yay or nay for the thought of having another division of college football and and having a g5 title and allow the p5 elite powerhouses play for their own own prize um i really thought about it okay Doug, um shooting from the hip i think that's fine i think more uh for football and more games that matter are, are exciting um, I guess other questions are like, how would this impact scheduling, right? Like if Ole Miss played Tulane last year, would that still be an option? Yeah, or would I think they be so. totally separate entities? I think you could play games, but just when it got to the postseason, and, and I don't know, uh, I, I'm, I'm still kind of up in the air about it too, but, but I think we're heading in a way, Zach, where decisions are going to be made at the different levels of college football that may not be the best decision for the, the, the smaller schools or the G5 schools. I just think we're heading to that, and there's a lot of G5 coaches that are speaking out about it. I don't understand this obsession that's just popped up and people are blaming it on Transfer Portal and NIL and all that, and you can blame it on whatever you want. But this whole thing about balance yeah. in college football has never existed. That's true. But now we want it to, now that rules are starting to come out and more freedom. And, and like, I, I just it's a great point. I don't think about balance when I talk about college sports in general. So, like, why I don't really understand this push over the last few years since that's happened, but – if that's if that's what everybody truly wants, then yeah, you probably should do something like that. But I don't think we really want that. 
Doug, do you think we want balance in college sports? I don't think so. I don't so. know if we really believe that. I, I, I don't believe it. Uh, you know, especially in college football. Um, I, I think just by osmosis, you'll feel more balance in college basketball, uh, but but not sure. college football. Yeah, sure. Right. All right. right. I, I know yeah, college basketball is different. Yeah, I mean, but it's just 85 dudes. Yeah. Like, that's a huge roster. Basketball and baseball is certainly, certainly different. So. All right, brother. I know uh, pitchers and catchers are having a good time, and the rest of the teams are showing up as well. Uh, I know you've got a lot of things going on with the Braves. Talk to us about everything Zach Blackerby has rolling these days. Yeah, BravesToday.com will be down there at spring training uh, either a week or a week and a half. Whenever they start playing games, we'll awesome. be down there at uh, BravesToday.com, so that'll be fun. First time doing that. AuburnDaily.com. Uh, we get our first open viewing window on Tuesday for Auburn spring practice. We'll have everything there at AuburnDaily.com. Then you can check out the podcast every day on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And if you want some coffee, head over to PlainsCoffee.com. I happen to be sipping on some as we speak, my friend, as we speak. I tell you what, we had like three orders pop in after uh, about a week ago when we got off of this, uh, this call. So, yeah, PlainsCoffee.com. Uh, use promo code LAUNCH for 10% off free shipping. It's uh, it's uh, All the beans are roasted right before they're shipped out, so it's going to be more fresh than anything you get at the grocery and store. And, folks, so, yeah, be sure to check that out. you can tell a difference if you're a coffee Ooh. If you're a coffee drinker like I am, you can tell a difference when the beans are roasted the day before they are shipped to you. And you can even get the grounds grounded fine or coarse or however you want. There's a million different choices. Plains Coffee, the Blackerby's on it, and we do everything we can to help them. Zach, thanks so much for your time, bro. Have a good rest of the week. We'll talk next week. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a good one. You do the same. Zach Blackerby from Locked On Auburn. The Locked On deals are great. I just happen to feel that our the three we got are three of, if not the three best, Locked On dudes. Luke comes up in hour two. Chris in hour three. We're back with the end of hour two right after this. Hour one. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. We're Montgomery, Alabama. The place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the Southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. Barley is the soul of Budweiser. That's why we've been working with the same family-owned American farms for more than 50 years to harvest it. 
The secrets to growing this grain perfectly have been passed down through three generations. For them, it's a legacy. And it's why only the best barley and locally sourced ingredients are used to make Budweiser. Budweiser is proudly raised across America. This Bud's from our barley farmers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. When you need a renovation, without the complications, call are you ready to transform your bathroom into a space of innovation and luxury? Look no further than Bath Innovations of Alabama, your go-to for custom bathroom remodeling. Bath Innovations introduces cutting-edge shower enclosures crafted with integrated high-tech polymer, safety, space optimization, and a stunning aesthetic. These enclosures redefine your bathroom experience. Made with top-tier materials and state-of-the-art technology, their enclosures boast unparalleled durability. They are mold and mildew resistant, easy to clean, and come with a limited lifetime warranty. Bath Innovation shower enclosures proudly carry the prestigious Good Housekeeping seal of approval, ensuring quality and excellence. With over 300 color pattern combinations, finding the perfect match for your bathroom decor is a breeze. Elevate your space with Bath Innovations. Interested in a bathroom remodel? Call Bath Innovations today for a free estimate. Visit their design center at 2331 Eastern Boulevard or explore options on their website, bathinnovations.com. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the Town of Pike Road. It's an honor for me to share with you one of the things that makes our community so special, the Town of Pike Road's mission statement. It is maintain character while planning for progress. This means that while the Town of Pike Road has experienced tremendous growth over the last two decades, strategic planning and citizen input allow us to grow without compromising the charm and essence of the historic communities within our town. We call this the Pike Road Town Center Model, and it focuses on the unique opportunities in every area of our community. We have three town centers that feature schools, from the Waters to the Mount Meg's Mary area to the historic town center. We also feature an agriculture, recreation, and performing arts park in the Trotman Road area. By investing in and engaging every part of Pike Road, we encourage the connectivity and hospitality that has always made our town such a special place. Come see us in the town of Pike Road and experience what it means to maintain our character as we plan for and experience progress. Welcome home. Matt Parsley here with Budget Car and Truck Sales Montgomery and Prattville. We've moved all our inventory to the Montgomery location for this huge event. One-stop shopping with no waiting. Selling your car? Buyers on site. Most offers way over Kelly Blue Book. Banks and loan officers with rates from 1.9 and terms up to 84 months. All in one giant location. It's dime time. Dime time's the right time for you to buy a nicer, newer car you deserve. That's right, one thin dime. Keep the jingle in your pocket with Dime Time. For this event, Budget's teamed up with Capital One. If you received an invitation for this event, you're approved. Getting approved is fast, simple, and easy with banks that want to say yes. With even bigger news, the Capital One event has now been open to the public with no impact to your credit. 100% credit approval is our goal. So if you've got a dime and some time, Dime Time could be right for you. BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. One giant location, 61 Mendel Parkway, just off Atlanta Highway, next to Fraser Church in Montgomery. Call 334-244-9777. Dime Time. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union, rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Well, the bless of my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. 
I'm all shook up. You know, if you really are a metrics basketball person, then you know what I'm about to tell you already. You know, Auburn is two games behind Alabama in the conference standings. Auburn has not played the same strength of schedule that Alabama has played. I mean, certainly out of – obviously, they're comparing the non-conference strength of schedule. But if you look at the metrics, they are like right – almost the exact same – you know what? What's Auburn? Uh, Twenty and six. Alabama's eighteen and seven. If Alabama wins tonight. They're nineteen and seven. Listen to the metrics comparing these two teams. Auburn in the net is seventh. Alabama in the net is fifth. They both are two and six in quad one games. Alabama's seven and one in quad two games. That is the uh, the Ohio State loss that took place down in the Panhandle in that whatever event was called. Ohio State, of course, just beat Purdue. Uh, maybe they will climb back to where that that neutral site game could possibly be a quad one before we're all done but right now it's a quad two loss Auburn is undefeated in all other quads six and oh in quad two seven and oh in quad three five and oh in quad four Alabama's two and six seven and one six and oh and three and oh in Ken Palm Auburn is like five one hundredths of a point better than Alabama. Auburn and Ken Palm is fifth. That's because they're better combined both in offensive and defensive efficiency than Alabama is. Alabama's the top offensive team in Ken Palm, but the 72nd defensive team in Ken Palm, while Auburn is 22 in offense, four in adjusted defense. You can just look and see the difference of the schedule ranks. You know, the non-conference strength of schedule uh, has Alabama uh, as 18 right now, has Auburn as 150. Strength of schedule overall, Auburn at 80, Alabama or 60, Alabama at 5. But Auburn ranked ahead of Alabama in Ken Palm. So, literally... As one texture has said, everybody's feeling like, you know, um, Auburn is done, right? And, and I love the text. The reports of Auburn's demise have been greatly exaggerated. Boy, we've heard that a bunch of places, hadn't we? It was a bad game Saturday. And what have I said for decades doing radio? We all remember and hang our hats and believe the team is what we just saw them be. And that's why people are so down on Auburn heading into a trip to Athens this weekend. It literally is the case. We define any team we follow by what what we saw last. And that's not really a smart way to do it. You've got to find a way to balance it out. Completely balance it out. You're asking for a lot of trouble if you don't. 
334-517-1210. We have time for calls and texts in the first segment of Hour 2 before we welcome in Luke Robinson. I want to go over what some of these uh, quotes are in this story I was telling you about uh, on, y- on Yahoo. I think you'll find it intriguing. I know I did. And uh, I want you to be able to hear some of these thoughts from G5 coaches. And then how about the quote? I loved the quote I saw from a former Auburn assistant coach. Uh, And I just thought it was really, really cool. We'll get to that, too. Um, And uh, you'll uh, you'll like it. I believe you'll absolutely like it. Um, And it, it, it speaks to where we are with what coaches are doing. It's Kenny Dillingham, the, the new coach at Arizona State, and it, the, the quote is really, really interesting. I think you'll enjoy uh, his quote uh, when he's talking about coaches leaving to go to the NFL or it's become too much to be a college coach these days uh, and, and all of that. Kenny Dillingham did not pull any punches Uh, with his response, and I liked it, and I'll share it with you when we return. Hour one done on a Locked on Wednesday. Blocked on Bama comes your way right after this. Can't wait to visit with Luke Robinson about the Florida game tonight, about where he feels this race is. And listen, Alabama may be in the best spot right now because they are clear of everybody else by a game. But when you look at schedules, it's going to be a tough, tough road for for Alabama if they are to win their third in four years. But, boy, they've done a great job to get to this point uh, through uh, 11 games or through 12 games, uh, which they are currently through. The 13th conference game is tonight. Great to have you along, everybody. That number to talk to us, 334-517-1210. The number to text us, 334-313-1170. Thanks to Pig Enterprises for doing that. And we're back with more right after this on the Max Roundtable. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN. And you know, one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Troy Head Basketball Coach Scott Cross here. An exciting new season for Trojan Basketball is upon us. And I want to see you in the stands at Trojan Arena all season long. If you can't make it, listen in for all the action right here. This is Barry McKnight urging you not to miss a moment of all the action and excitement all season on the flagship station, 107.5 FM, 1210 AM, ESPN, The Ticket. 
Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our lives. Am I right? Shop online at P-I-G-G-E-N-T.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person. Inventory changes daily. Don't let your dream car pass you by. Let our team get you behind the wheel. Simple, fast, no pressure. Consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Hey, Alabama, this is Frankie Bumps to tell you about Zaza Serious Italian. You know, we Italians eat like we're going to jail. You know why? Because we never know when we're going. Capish? Our food is authentic peasant Italian made to order. Our pizzas are hands down the best. If you mention my name, Frankie Bumps, we'll take 30 cents off your bill. I'm a generous guy. Zaza Serious Italian, nobody eats better than us. Zaza Serious Italian, a Montgomery tradition for more than a decade. In the alley, downtown. If you're in need of demolition or concrete cutting, call J.B. Waste Connection. Over 23 years, your trusted local source for all demolition and concrete cutting needs. When you call them, a real person will answer the phone, not a recording. Call 334-301-4414 and check their availability as well as schedule your services. J.B. Waste Connection takes pride in their top-notch customer service. Learn more about their services at jettisonenvironmental.com. J.B. Waste Connection, your local solution for quality and convenience. Introducing Budweiser Zero. Zero percent alcohol, zero grams of sugar. Full Budweiser flavor. A refreshing alcohol-free brew that tastes like the real thing. Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol, zero compromise. Wiley Sanders isn't just family-owned, but is also God and family-oriented. As a trucking company built by truck drivers, they know that faith, family, and drivers are the key to success. When you work with Wiley Sanders Truck Lines, you receive a $1,000 sign-on bonus, competitive pay based on experience, Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and more. Call now, 855-777-9785, or 24-hour calling, 334-372-5049. Experience the camaraderie by driving for Wiley Sanders. At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home clean. Central Alabama's best sports can be heard on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. 
Time now for Hour 2 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. It's time to retake your seat at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union. With locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. Well, you folks are familiar, I'm sure, especially our friends listening in the Auburn Opelika area, the Kenny Dillingham story. Remember, he was a co- he was a coordinator at Auburn. Uh, he left to become the coordinator at Oregon um, and had great success there. Got the Arizona State job. Uh, well, you know, with all of these weird things happening uh, in the college coaching circles with college coaches leaving to be coordinators or coaches in at the NFL level, sitting head coaches in college football, leaving to become assistant coaches in college football. That's Chip Kelly. Uh, Just a lot of dynamics that you wouldn't think you would ever see. You know, it was always – and I just think, of course, it's a different life coaching college than it is the NFL. But Kenny Dillingham, the the coach of Arizona State, he was talking with some people for Arizona – at Arizona Sports – And he was asked about the changing landscape of college football. You know, Nick Saban's retirement, Chip Kelly, the aforementioned Chip Kelly, leaving UCLA to be the coordinator at Ohio State. Um, And and I'm just going to read you some of his comments, and I would love to hear your thoughts on them. And he's talking about how he handles his staff, what he does and how he does things. And he gets, he starts out, you know, just kind of average, not really getting too emotional about it. He goes, I think you've got to hire people that love coaching. At the end of the day, I joke around, but you know how many people want my job? You know how many people want my assistant coaches' jobs and my analyst jobs? So don't complain about what we do. We're blessed. There are a lot of negatives about it, but do you know how many people want to be a college football coach? Of course, the answer is a lot. But listen to this. I love this. This is so good. Quoting Kenny Dillingham, I literally spent nine years of my life doing anything to be a coffee boy. So don't give me the quote, oh, it's hard to be a college coach right now, close quote. Yeah, it's hard. If you don't like it, then quit. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. Uh, Obviously, it requires more than it did when Nick Saban got to Alabama or when Pat Dye was at Auburn or fill in blank here. It does require more. That's what NIL does. That's what Transfer Portal does. And if it gets worse before it gets better, which I assume it will, with, I believe, the litigation will fall along the lines of Tennessee, the states of Tennessee and Virginia and their attorneys general. 
And I do believe at some point the antitrust situation will also fall into line with the transfer portal. I fully believe that at some point before we get through too many more football seasons, I have no idea of a timeline here. Would love your opinion. But I believe at some point we will be looking down the barrel of NIL or money just above the table being used to recruit student athletes. Won't be a secret anymore. Won't be, uh, you know, and it's already becoming not a secret. Go ask the University of Tennessee with Nico, their quarterback. But I believe that's going to be a recruiting inducement avail to just say when you go into Ryan Williams' home, when you go into Cam Coleman's home and just say, all right, Cam, receivers are going for approximately this. We're going to pay you this to come play for Bill Edmondson University. And it's just going to be right out there. Probably already is, but people have had to not say it was. And now Tennessee and Virginia are pushing back. And my bet is that that litigation falls in their favor. And then also, in the other side of that double-barrel shotgun, (laughs) do you actually think that these people making these laws outside the umbrella of the NCAA are going to say, no, no. We, we don't think you can transfer but once. They're not going to do that. They, they absolutely are not going to do that. They're going to say you're restricting, especially now that money's involved, you're restricting player A from going to team B because he can make more money. You are restricting him. You cannot do that. That's what's going to happen. That's what we're going to be dealing with. We're going to be dealing with Money above table as a recruiting inducement, not at all what NIL was meant to be. Not at all what NIL was meant to be. And we're going to have unlimited transfers. I will be shocked if we don't have unlimited transfers. So when you get all that on the table, that's where you bring in Rick Neuheisel. Who is saying, and now I've seen others saying it as well, that it's time to look seriously at revenue sharing. I don't even know what that'll look at, what that would look like. I have no idea what that would look like. I really don't. And how that's going to be able to be tied in to keep it from bringing you know, a a shootout at the OK Corral in the wild, wild west. I have no idea what that would look like. Do you have an idea what it would look like? I certainly don't. I love in this article that I'd love to send you if you'd like to see it. Uh, It was written by the folks at Yahoo Sports. It's a really good article. It's very in-depth. I printed it out. It's like seven pages. You want to take it home and just read it. Tonight after dinner, I'll be more than happy to send it to you. I've got it ready to send to you immediately. All you have to do is ask for it. Just ask for story. 
uh, and I will literally send it to you. It's written by Ross Dellinger uh, from um, Yahoo Sports, and I think that you would find it quite interesting too. I really, really do. And it, it's it's just something that I don't know. It it, uh, it I'm going to play a little audio for you in, in the article um, here in a moment. Because I think it's something that you that you're gonna want to listen to, <clears throat> and it is interesting, very very interesting, as it breaks it down. Uh, Ross Dellinger has a couple of other Yahoo Sports big dogs, uh, and and it's just a, about a three minute deal, and they're talking about things that the sport faces. And Bill, you got me ready. We're gonna we're gonna play this uh, in a second, um, and because I want you to hear it, um, I think it's a uh, something that you know when when you're talking about Dellinger and you're talking about some of these other dudes that that totally get where we're headed, that literally study this stuff uh, all the time. I think you absolutely are going to want to hear this. So this is Ross Dellinger, Pat Forty, and Dan Wetzel. Uh, listen up. You'll find this interesting. Right, right. Power five teams poach NIO or G5 rosters with, with NIL. It's, it's been done for a couple years. And group of five coaches and ADs are saying now, you know, you, they're, they're seeing the effects of it. They're seeing the impacts on their on their rosters. Uh, you know, they're, they're all conference players are leaving. Uh, for for better, honestly, better uh, nil deals, right? More money at the uh, at the upper tier level. So, kind of just wanted to dive into that in um, that issue, but also coupling coupling it with something we've been talking about now for the last month or two, and that's the future of of an athlete compensation model uh, and what it looks like in if the nil growing the gap is going to uh coupled with whatever new compensation model comes out will will that even grow the gap more between the g5 and the p5 whatever that model is and will the g5 just at some point get completely left behind uh there's fear uh among many g5 athletic directors many g5 coaches that that will happen that they'll get eventually left behind a couple of things from the story i thought was really interesting his quotes uh Jamie Chadwell moved to Liberty last year. He told me that uh, that Power Five teams, exhausted of scholarship limits, will add players as walk-ons, and then the the NIL collective will foot the bill for tuition. They'll add an extra. If the NIL deal is supposed to be one hundred and fifty thousand, they'll add an extra fifty thousand. It'll be a two hundred thousand dollar NIL deal uh, to cover tuition, uh, and that's happening quite a bit. I think that's been happening, uh, but you're starting to see it more. If this is happening, I mean. I feel the pain. I, I still, I'm not sure this is as apocalyptic as, again, these coaches want to make things out to me. Maybe it is. Maybe they are losing players hand over fist, you know, to go be third stringers at other schools. But players like to play, and mm -hmm. there's only so many chances to play. So, anyway, go ahead, Dan. Well, that's my point. The, the transfer portal works both ways. And if they're taking mm -hmm. your guy, they're kicking someone off their team. Well, and so sometimes. you are 
Or if they, I mean, if they're going to a roster of 120, if like they're going to, yeah, guys, if they're going to guys want to play roster. At yeah. That I'd find that to be, I'd have to see some serious data that says there's guys that are, could start at Southern Miss that are going to just sit there as walk-ons as player number 114 at Mississippi State. That right. defies well, common sense, human yeah. behavior, and logic. Could it happen? Sure, but in big numbers. I don't think so. You want to get to the league and you you want to play. You want to get to the league and you get to the league from anywhere. They don't, they don't care. The NFL does not care where you play college football. They, if you're good, you're no. good. And until you're playing. Toledo's going to have a first-round draft pick. Uh, yeah. Check the rosters. Okay. Yes, more of them come from the, from the high major because that, the talent goes there. I got news for you. That that was Dan Wetzel at the end. It was Pat Forty, the second voice you heard. It was Ross Dellinger, the first voice you heard. I would be concerned about the G5 really struggling moving forward. Okay, so maybe the, I don't know, the guys that are just good functional players won't be, you know, pulled from rosters at the G5 level. But the best players are. uh, If you can start recruiting them with NIL money, I mean, just look and, and, you know, we'll ask ask Brent Jones this uh, in a little while. Um, But, you know, Troy lost a receiver to – Oregon, you know, Bo Nix is like brother, uh, calls him his brother, literally went from Troy to Oregon and became a super stud. Um, I, I just, uh, you know, I, it, it, if you don't think, if I can call Bill and say, Bill, I'm going to recruit you with money. I got a hundred grand. If you come play for us, you're going to play in front of 80,000 instead of 15,000. And you're going to be on TV every week instead of twice a year. You don't think that's enticing a kid to go? I think it very much is. And we're going to see more of it. I believe now we'll take a break. We are back with Luke Robinson and locked on Bama right after this. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Sunday, the race in action heats up in Atlanta. Harrison Burton is spinning down the back straightaway. Everybody going to the top side. Here goes Logano. The 22 wants the lead, and he's going to pick it up all four. They drag race back to the Line. It looks like Blaney will get it by about three feet over Kyle Larson. Three wide into three. Bowman at the bottom of the race.
racetrack. The Ambetter Held 400, Sunday, February 25th at 1 p.m. Your station for NASCAR in the River Region. The ticket. When it comes to your downtime, roll out the red carpet with top-of-the-line electronics at huge savings during Cohen's President's Day sale. Elevate everything you watch with a Sony 65-inch smart TV as low as $6.99 and the breathtakingly realistic sound of a Sonos Beam soundbar for only $3.99. You'll never pay a dime more than you should with Cohen's price match guarantee on electronics and ask about special financing too. Keep more presidents in your pocket with the President's Day deals at Cohen's. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. Golf season is still in full swing and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees, as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls. To book your tee time at Capitol Hill, one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114. That's 285-1114. Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination. Hey, y'all, Lewis at the Capitol Oyster Bar over here on that beautiful Alabama River. We're located at the Montgomery Marina. That's right. You can come down here and bring you a boat and rent you a slip for the summer. Or you can come down here and rent you a pontoon boat. All you need is a driver's license and a credit card, and we can hook you up with a good time on the river. You can come down here and eat you some good seafood. That's right. We get fresh seafood from the Gulf. Got a fryer, a steamer, and a grill. We got those shrimp from Argentina. Kind of taste between a shrimp and a lobster. That's some good steamed eating right there. Oysters Rockefeller. We got those good old oysters from Alabama we're shucking. That's right, out of Mobile Bay. Check it all out at CapitalOysterBar.com. You'll see a menu, a map how to get here. Also got an RV park down here. You can come down here and spend a little time with us and make it a long weekend, take a Monday off, and enjoy a Sunday afternoon at Good Old Blues. That's right, Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock showtime this week. The Hughes-Taylor Band is in town. That's right, Hughes-Taylor, first time here. We're excited he's going to be down here putting on a great show. 4 o'clock showtime. Get here soon. Come hungry, y'all. Ooh, it's a butt thing. It's a butt thing, baby. It's a butt thing. Uh. Welcome to another Bud Music Moment. Today on the show, we have the heavy metal sounds of the group Buck Wild. Hey, fellas, hey, hey, fellas, hey, 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 hey. How in the world do you dance to something like that? You know, man, you just let your body run free and feel the groove. <laughs> Right, feel the groove. Now, doesn't playing music that loud impair your hearing? W- what'd you say? Play our music louder? No, 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 stop. Ah! Now, I've noticed that you're all wearing Budweiser t-shirts. Well, man, Budweiser's our favorite. Bud at Soundcheck, Bud during concert, it's the king of beers and all that. You got that right. Budweiser is definitely kicking. Did you say kick it? No. Nope. Fellas, it's time to kick it. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. 
This is Locked On Wednesday. The Max Roundtable's inside look at the goings-on in Tuscaloosa and Auburn. Locked On Wednesday is brought to you by the town of Pike Road. Welcome home. Joining Doug for his deep dive into the Crimson Tide is the host of the Locked On Bama podcast, Luke Robinson. Let's welcome him in, the guy that, along with Jimmy Stein, does remarkable work covering the Crimson Tide. And before we bring Ed in, a caller, Luke, you know, I found this out. I, I, I guess I should have realized it was probably the case. First, good afternoon. I hope you're well today, my friend. Uh, doing great. How are you? I'm good. But, you know, there are fans of other schools that listen to these locked-on deals. Uh, I know for a fact I've had a bunch of texts today when I was talking to Zach Blackerby from fans that aren't Auburn fans talking about how much they enjoy Locked on Auburn. And I'll guarantee you there are people that are watching and listening to you and Jimmy every day that may not be the Alabama fan but want to hear what you guys are saying about the athletic programs. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. First of all, Zach does do an amazing job, and um, I listen to him uh, as much as I can as well. And, uh, you know, we, we've played off one another on some of our podcasts in the past. And, um, you know, I, look, I'm a big believer in you got to know your enemy, right? And so uh, for those out there who say, well, why do you, you know, that's why do you care so much about Auburn? Well, I, Auburn's Alabama's biggest rival. Yeah. So, I keep up with it. I mean, and I, I think it's interesting. And uh, there was one point in my life when I was a lot more biased towards Alabama. I mean, I still am, but I've, I've learned to uh, walk it back some because sure. as I've gotten older. And uh, I, I think it's important to, to keep up with your rivals. I mean, I think it's a show of respect if uh, other fans of other teams listen to our podcast. Or, I agree. Uh, Alabama fans listen to theirs. I, I think it's showing that, hey, you're relevant. I totally agree. We got Ed standing by. Let's bring him in. Ed, welcome to the program. You're on with Luke and Doug, man. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, y'all hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to talk about something else, but real quick on what y'all um, were just talking about. Oh, hold on. Somebody I just had pulled off. Uh, you know, when I moved to Birmingham uh, in 84, uh, I started calling radio shows and I started really keeping up with recruiting and everything like that. And in the old, uh, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Sure. And I, I really got, you know, involved. And then I got to where I got to meet a bunch of the players from Alabama. And, you know, and I realized that, you know, the only thing I really hated about them was because they went to Alabama instead of Auburn or, you know, and it, it really gives you a, a different outlook, a, a, a more healthy outlook. I remember, Ed, you know? the, my story about that, Luke, is I was probably a lot the same way when I was younger, Luke, as you described. But when I covered Auburn for seven years and, and put faces and feelings and people behind it, like I became really close to Pat Washington and Kyle Collins and Ben Tambrello uh, back in the day, it just changed your perspective, Luke and Ed, about how you feel when you start putting real people behind it. Luke, you agree with that? Oh, I totally agree. And, um, you know, it's been kind of interesting because I do some other sports shows with some Auburn guys. In fact, two Auburn friends of mine started the AHSA radio network. 
and we'll all be up there broadcasting the state yeah. championship games next week. And, um, you know, at first, it, I mean, there's a lot of ribbing going on, but, the, you know, when you become friends with them, yeah, there's some, <laughs> there's some subjects we don't broach when it comes to one another, probably about Alabama or Auburn. But for the most part, you know, a lot of times I've, I've learned to see the more human side uh, of, of our rivals. And, you know, it's easy when you don't uh, get out of your bubble to just, you know, hey, if, if Auburn's attached to it or if Alabama's attached to it, I don't love it. Well, I'll say this, uh, at least for our company, um, Robinson Iron, uh, Mississippi State, and the University of Georgia have done more business with, Al- with uh, <laughs> Robinson Iron than uh, than Alabama and Auburn have. Now, I, Alabama and Auburn have done stuff with us. I appreciate it. I'm just saying, you know, if Mississippi State calls me, I'm go Bulldogs. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ed, uh, and I think, you know, just to let, let you know, Luke, Ed and I have had some verbal uh, – uh, debates uh, over the years uh, that they've been fun, but but we, we stay away from the personal stuff now. Ed, you said you had something else you wanted to ask about? Yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, I was just going to talk about what kind of the, the what y'all had been talking about. You know, and uh, Doug, you and I have talked about a, a new governing body with something like a structure, and you start to talk about caps maybe for teams and trades between teams and you know uh and to me what y'all are talking about earlier with troy and anybody if you if all's above board then why not pay these the smaller schools you know if you poach a player off of them pay them you know the school's liable for you know whatever 20 percent of his you know to, to pay them a little bit of money. And I don't know, but the one thing I don't know about, guys, is revenue sharing because I don't know that all the alumni of these different schools are going to keep getting given in. If it's all, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's going to work, but something's got to be done because coaches are leaving. You, you know, we, we Auburn's lost some already this year. Bama's yeah. lost some. You know, guys, guys just get... A lot of people getting burned out with what it is coaching college. But, we'll talk but anyway, about it. anyway, guys, I, uh, y'all have a great day. Hey, buddy. It's a beautiful day out you, here. You do y'all the same, man. Thank you. And, and we were talking about the, the Yahoo Sports story, Luke, that talked about G5 coaches now speaking out about how they now are nothing more than a farm system and about how the elite are going to get more elite because their rosters are going to get poached and how coaches are leaving uh, because the coaching in college has become too difficult. You know where we're headed. Uh, there's a lot of litigation going on with the transfer portal rules and with the NIL used for recruiting rules. There's no telling what this sport will look like in a year and a half. Yeah, it's very scary. I mean, it's very scary for a guy who does a podcast uh, about college football because the the main reason I think that Zach and and Jimmy and myself and some other locked on, really all the locked on guys, yeah. have been successful is because we're passionate about it. This isn't something we just sort of willy nilly do. Right. We we go out there and just speak with our hearts. Now we're not always right, but the the thing that makes it uh, original and makes it unique is that we do care about it and. Um, it's getting, it's going to get to a point where it's going to be more and more difficult to really be as invested as I once was. Now, maybe at one time I was too invested, but, uh, I think that it, uh, you know, when you think about what, what he just said, what Ed just said about, okay, you gotta maybe pay Troy if Alabama or Auburn poaches one of their players, 
I don't think that's ever going to come to fruition. No. Alabama and Auburn are never going to go for that. Why would they? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, this is that would just be altruism. That's not going to happen. Um, and what we've been saying all along, and again, you go back to, you know, it, it always starts with a a, a small you know, pebble, and then it just starts rolling down the hill, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know, you had to. We have the the case in the early '80s about you know TV rights. So then the colleges are able to, okay, now everybody's on TV and that's great. Well, the thing about that is now it creates more revenue. It creates more money. Well, now you've got so much money. It's like the NCAA getting X amount of billion dollars for the NCAA tournament. Um, What are they doing with all that money? I mean, if you remember the controversy about the women's uh, workout facility, and um, I mean, that was, that was, I mean, it's like, why, why is that a problem when, you have all this money. Well, now all these schools have all this money. And the players are like, hey, we're out there uh, busting our humps. And, yeah, we're getting a free education. That's great. But there's more money out there to be had. We're not getting our value. And I get that. Um, and now it's it's like, okay, well, I want to be somewhere where my brand is bigger. I don't want to be if I'm the best wide receiver exactly. in the Sun Belt. I don't want to be in the Sun Belt. Anymore. Well, like Tess Johnson, Tess Johnson did yeah. that. Uh, left Troy yeah. to go to Oregon and and had a remarkable year, and increased his brand, increased his value, um, and so you can't fault him for that. Eventually, it's going to become something. I tell you, I went to the Saban Legacy Awards. I don't know if you've ever even heard of it. I hadn't, honestly. I was invited to it by a friend of mine to the uh, Birmingham. Uh, the Monday morning quarterback club. And it was awesome. Saban is a three year thing. And Nick Saban was there and he was fantastic. And uh, they honored uh, posthumously Bobby Bowden. They also honored uh, Frank Beamer, who was there. And they all spoke. Shane Beamer was there. New Heisel and Lauren's sister were the uh, MC. Sure. Great, great event. And, you know, one thing Saban started talking about was, and he, he, at the, he sort of had the closing ceremonies and he said, look, I'm, I'm for, I'm not, I'm retiring from coaching. I'm not retiring from working. And my goal is to make college football as best, the best it can be. And we all understand what's it's troubling times right now. And he said, oh, everybody in the audience, think about this. What would Bear Bryant and Bobby Bowden think about college football today? And there was a collective groan in the audience. Right. Because, I, saw, like, I saw that. And I, and, it, and I said, I mean, he said, that's what I'm talking about. That, but here's the thing. Times have changed. We all got to get with them. But there's got to be a way to make it where uh, everybody can get a piece and everybody can stay at least moderately happy. It's sort of like, uh, you know, when you in negotiations, if nobody's really happy, you've won. You know, you don't want anybody to be ecstatic. And I think for the longest time, the administrations and, the, and then the coaches were all happy. Well, now the players are super happy because they have all the power. We need to find a happy medium. It's going to be very, very difficult to do that. And I think the only way it's really going to happen is if we actually do have the bigger programs break away, which that is coming. I mean, even when they change this latest playoff format to go to five to seven, which makes a lot of sense, um, they're slowly going to choke out these programs that, uh, like a Boise State, for instance, that, I mean, look, it's a great Cinderella story. People probably love it during NCAA basketball time. But during football time, let's be honest, we, we, we don't want to see that in a playoff. It's, it's just not – we've already seen it with Cincinnati, and uh, it didn't work out too well. So well, it's, it's going to be worse now um, because – 
Cincinnati or Liberty or whoever is going to have to go play a game against the fifth best team in the country, allegedly, on their home field. <laughs> and, and, and that fifth best team could be somebody like Georgia. Last year, a Georgia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, that, that would not be pretty. Uh, and, and I wanted to ask you about this, and then when, when we get back from the break, we'll, we'll talk Bama. But I'm curious, uh, because I think you and I are aligned in a lot of our opinions on a lot of this stuff. But Jamie Chadwell, who is the head coach at Liberty, replaced uh, Hugh Freeze there, is a proponent of the group of five still being able to play regular season games, money games in essence, against Power Five programs. But when it got to the postseason, having their own championship. In other words, having a, a, gr- a group of five championship. So they still get their money games. They still get some of the NCAA or, or the, the CFP money because they're going to have their own CFP just at their own level. But have something to play for. Let's be honest here. Okay, for a second, Luke, the group of five teams are playing for one thing, and that's a conference title. They know there's nothing more than that. They may get to go to a New Year's Six Bowl game, and now they may get into a 12-team playoff to get their butts kicked. But they don't have a trophy to play for or a title to play for. What are your thoughts about this separating and having a G5 title and the college football playoff big boy title. I mean, I love it. I, I, I'm for it because, again, we're going there anyway. Let's just let's go ahead and do it before we off. have to, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because we have to sit through a lot of misery. Look, with the we this getting to where we've gotten has taken a lot longer than it should have. We could have figured out a lot of this a long time ago. Now, looking back to say 1990. Five even. I mean, how stupid does all, a lot of college football stuff sound? Now, I'll say this. It was pretty awesome back then because it felt more like college football. But now we know how big of a business it is. And in fact, the group of five, if they were to go that route, that would be more true to college football than what the whatever the new thing would be with all the schools like the SEC and the Big Ten schools, um, which would be more like NFL life. But we're headed that way, so let's just figure it out. You know, I'm tired. Man, it feels like everything – why is everything taking so long? We figured out so much when COVID hit, right? We were able to have a game between, I think it was Coastal Carolina and BYU, in like a week and a half. That's exactly right. So let's – why can't we figure out – we figured out how to have an an all-10-game SEC schedule in a couple of months and all the logistics and everything. We figured it all out. Let's speak. Why do we have to wait so long to figure out if we're going to go to a nine game or eight game schedule? Now, I understand the SEC is negotiating with money, and but that just needs to get down to the table and y'all figure this out. Because um, I'll tell you something. I've, I'm not trying to get off track here, but uh, they were talking. That was one thing that Rick Nadal was talking about. Everybody going to a nine game schedule and that makes it more fair. And my point was, well, wait a minute. If we go to a nine game schedule. In 2025, you know what Alabama's going to do? Play nine SEC games and then play Florida State and Wisconsin. The first thing I do if I'm Alabama is call Florida State and say, sorry, guys, we can't do this with you anymore. <laughs> and that robs that robs college football of a fantastic out-of-conference game. But it makes no sense for Alabama to play it because it doesn't help them at all. 
if you go to nine SEC games. So I just think everybody needs to sit down and figure out what we want to do. And I'm all for a group of five still playing and getting that money game or, yep. or uh, even, you know, who, even less than group of five. I'm, I'm not for game. that. I'm not for that, quite frankly. Not the less I, look, than group of five. Call me a call me a sap. Call me a sucker. But I'm going to say this: like when Alabama plays Mercer, Auburn plays Alabama State. We know what's going to happen. We know it's going to be a bludgeon. But here's the one thing I like about it, and that people out there with like me with uh, more children than Jerry Lewis will understand. You can take them to the games. Yep. You can take them to the game on on a reasonable dime. And when the when the three year old gets tired or when the two year old has an accident, then you can leave and nobody gets their feelings hurt and you still have the memory. And the that, fan bases get to go to those games and, and and compete and see their team compete in a venue that they would never get to regularly. And without daddy losing his mind yeah, every exactly. time the other team gets a first name. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a great point. Hey, can you stick with me? We're going to talk about a big night in Tuscaloosa tonight for Nate Oates basketball team uh, and some other things involving Kalen DeBoer's football staff. Can you stick with me? We'll cram it all in in the next segment. Sounds good. We're back with more of my man Luke Robinson from Locked on Bama right after this. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 106.7 in Auburn, Opelika. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. For great interviews, listen to the Max Roundtable from 11 to 2 on ESPN The Ticket. Charlie Ward with us, the 93 National Championship quarterback for Florida State who went on to win the Heisman Trophy. Uh, But Coach Bowden, the way he motivated you was through uh, just preparing. He wasn't a big rah-rah type guy. Try to encourage. It wasn't lackadaisical. It wasn't over-the-top emotional. It was somewhere in the middle. I mean, it was just the way he lived his life that spoke volumes. ESPN, The Ticket. Did you know that homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because Pest Pro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. Pest Pro Services. Tired of low wages? The Open Road has no boundaries, and Mid-State Driving Academy can have you making more money with a secure future. Get your CDL while working at your current job, now enrolling for day, night, and weekend classes. After you get your CDL, Mid-State can also direct you to where you can get employment. They offer in-house financing with no credit check. So if you're tired of the same old routine and want the excitement of the Open Road, start trucking. Go to their website at midstatedriving.com or call 866 996 
Peyton's Place might be the only meat and three restaurant in town with the drive-thru window. Need a quick lunch that's not fast food? Peyton's Place drive-thru is the answer. Come inside and dine or pick it up at the window. They serve lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Call in your order for carryout or drive-thru at 396-3630. That's Peyton's Place, the number two, and eat.com. Peyton's Place, Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner University. Call 396-3630 for carryout or drive-thru. Peyton's Place. Welcome to another country music moment. Today on the show, we're going country with the sound of Jake Stone. More country man for you to love. Howdy, partner. Hey, I ain't your partner. Now, Jake, you're one of the hottest country singers out there, especially with the ladies. What's your secret? Tight jeans and big boots. Tight jeans and big boots. That sounds like the recipe for a hernia. Now, Jake, I know a big country boy like yourself likes to drink a lot of beer. What's your favorite? I like to round myself up the great taste of a crisp, clean, classic Budweiser, partner. Well, you heard it here straight from the horse's mouth. No offense, Jake. Now, why don't you just take us out with one of them country songs? Be obliged to. It's the king of beers. There's none above cause it's more Budweiser for you to love. It's a Bud thing and how the bush St. Louis, Missouri. More Budweiser for you to love. This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Auto to a friend. It's that time of year again. A boat show here, a boat show there. Don't waste your gas driving all over when you can go to one place, Airport Marine. Shop and check out the new boats by Bass Cat, Icon, Skeeter, Vexus, and more. They offer the largest selection of bass boats, deck boats, pontoons, and pleasure boats. An hour up I-65 at the Shelby County Airport exit. Call Airport Marine at 205-664-0407 or visit online airportmarine.com. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union, rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Robinson with us. One of the hottest teams in the SEC comes to Coleman Coliseum tonight. It's Todd Golden's Florida Gators. They are now in the top 25. They are in the top 30 of the net rankings. It makes this home game a quad one game for Nate Oates uh, and his Crimson Tide this evening. What, what are your thoughts about this? I've said this publicly. Get your take on it. Alabama does have a, a one-game lead in the standings. I don't think they can afford to lose any home game if they're going to have a chance to win this league. Their road games are tough enough. They cannot lose one at Coleman if they're going to stay atop the standings. Luke? Hey, Luke. 
I'm sorry. That's I okay. mute myself That's while, okay. uh, I understand. Well, during the commercial, so I apologize for that. No I did, and if anybody listens to the podcast, they know I mute myself during the <laughs> podcast accidentally all the time. But regardless, yeah, you're absolutely right that um, Jimmy and I talked about this on the pod just before we, uh, just before I came on this show, that I think Florida is the second, this home game is the second easiest game on Alabama's remaining schedule, which is scary because Florida is very good. I don't mean to say Florida is going to be an easy game. I just say they're the second easiest behind Arkansas, who, by the way, just beat Texas A&M yeah. last night. Um, but, I mean, what what are the other easy games? I mean, Tennessee at home, that's not going to be easy. Uh, Florida on the road, certainly going to be more difficult. And uh, I guess you could flip-flop it about uh, maybe at Ole Miss. But, um, you yeah, know, on the road in SEC is always tougher, if you ask me. So, yeah, this is a must-win if you ask me, uh, the Kentucky game Saturday, if you lose this game, you almost feel like you got to steal one on the road that yeah. you didn't think you were going to get. So, I, But hopefully Alabama can pull this out. But, hey, you know, I didn't think anybody was beating Auburn in Neville Arena, and Kentucky goes in there and does it. So, I mean, this Florida team that's been very hot that has gone into Rupp Arena and won, um, they're, they're going to be a difficult team tonight. But I'm going to tell you one thing. This game is going to be a ton of fun. There are going to be a lot of shots taken tonight. There's no doubt. Uh, this game could easily – I'd almost be surprised if it's not in the 80s. Uh, and we'll just see how it plays out. I don't know where you stand on this. We had a great call earlier this week with uh, one of our, our big-time listeners, Bob from Pike Road, and he talked about – championships are the most important thing in any sport maybe not how far you go in the ncaa tournament if you don't win it uh but but if you look big picture here and you look at where i think the alabama basketball fan is or how it's how that fan is wired now and where they want to be and i think that's in the final four Sometimes maybe you have to look big picture. There's no doubt that Alabama fans want this team to win its third regular season title in four years. No doubt. But I think you've got to kind of look at it and say, all right, for sure you want to make sure you're in the top four and get the double bye. Uh, you 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 want to play well down the stretch because it you're right now you're you're on a three seed line and and if you play pretty pretty well down the stretch you're probably going to stay there. Is it wrong for me and other people that call this show and other big basketball fans to be more concerned about what happens mid March and beyond than who gets handed the trophy to be the regular season champion in Nashville? Where, where does Luke Robinson stand on that? I think both are right because here's the thing um, that the final four is the last um, notch in the, in the belt Alabama needs. It's the last pelt on the wall. Now, I mean, the national championship is, I mean, certainly that's what everybody wants, but in the end, I think judges are, coaches are judged on how they, if they made the final four or not in the end. Um, yeah, you. I mean, Mike Krzyzewski has 100 uh, national championships, and that's great. But I think it's more about um, how many Final Fours he went to, went to that, that makes it more impressive. And so I think that's the one – that's the last frontier for Alabama is they, they've got to get over that. They've beaten number one seeds. They've beaten number one teams. They've won SEC titles. They've won SEC titles when they win the SEC tournament. Uh, they've had the number one seed overall in the, in the NCAA tournament in the past. They've done all these things. They've had the player of the year, the freshman of the year, coach of the year. They've done a lot. 
And getting to the Final Four is sort of the last thing. And if, if Nate Oates were to do that, I think all of a sudden it would be like a collective sigh of relief that, okay, we can do – now we feel like we can do that any time. You know, if you get there once, yep. you feel like you can get there any time. Um, meanwhile, I'm a big proponent of winning championships. I'm a big – you know, an Arkansas fan, and I had a debate this summer about – you know, who's better, Musselman or Nate Oates? And I said, I don't think it's really even relatively close. I mean, he said, yeah, but Musselman goes to the Elite Eight or Sweet 16 more often. I said, that's, I said, that's great. I mean, that's, that's wonderful, but he get, he's the good coach for a little while at the end of the year, and that's awesome. I said, but, it, you know, Arkansas has as much talent as anybody and has not won the, the league, hadn't won the tournament. They, I mean, they it's just true. never seem to be in it, and this year it's been awful. Nate Oates lost all of his assistants, lost a ton of his production, and he's sitting in first place in the SEC right now. Um, I mean, it's pretty incredible what he's doing. Yeah, if you want to hold that he hasn't gotten past the Sweet 16 yet against him, feel free. I would uh, tell you that he's very young, and I really believe in my heart of hearts he will get there and beyond. So that brings me to this question, and this is kind of where we, where our discussion went. Would you consider winning the regular season title – and getting to the second weekend, but being eliminated in the Sweet 16, a better season than finishing third in the regular season, but making it to the Final Four. And would you take, if you could have that right now, if you had to make that choice for Alabama basketball right now, win the regular season title, get beat in the Sweet 16, or the other option is have Tennessee and somebody else pass you in the regular season, but you make it to the Final Four. Which would you choose? I'm going to choose the Final Four because we haven't done it. Once we make the Final Four, I would choose the other way. Yeah, I, I mean, I can literally see that. I, I, yeah. When you said that, I, I could see that making a difference in the opinion. I, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, because I want – I still want – and maybe I'm hanging on to it just to be old school and stubborn, but I still want the SEC championships to mean something. And I – And they I always they, will. I mean, hadn't Alabama and, won the second most behind Kentucky? Alabama's, yeah, behind Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, now – and Alabama's not going to catch Kentucky, but what would be cool is to have some separation between Alabama and everybody else. Um, that would be awesome. And so uh, I, I'm all for Alabama winning all the titles they can. And look, but if you told me I can have one of those two things right now, I'm going to pick the Final Four greedily because I've already bought tickets to the Final Four this year. My son goes to Arizona State, and my Christmas present was to him was he and I will go to the Final Four and then. Uh, I gave him the – I got tickets for the, the Final Four and the championship game, and I said, I'll go to the Final Four and then give you the tickets for championship, and you can take somebody else. Unless, of course, Alabama makes it, then uh, his friends are going to get bumped. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I'm glad you said it that way because I think I'm a proponent of that too. As huge of a basketball fan as I am, I, there's one thing I want Alabama to do is get to the Final Four. And I would take that over anything else currently. But the next year, I could see my mind being a little different. I need you. We only got like three minutes left because we got another guest at the top. But talk about Kalen DeBoer and the overhauling of the staff multiple times. And then now that the, the, uh, the, there's some activity with some players. Michigan, 
already have one, may get a second, another Washington player. Just kind of give me your assessment of the last 10 days in Alabama's football program. Well, I'm, I'm happy with it, but I'm happy with it because I'm, I believe in Kalen DeBoer. I, I mean, we talked about this on the show last night, too, that like I, I would be a liar if I said, man, I think this is ecstatic. And they go, well, why? And I go, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or, man, I'm depressed about this. Well, why? Well, I don't know. I don't know what these guys bring to the table. Sure. I know Christian Robinson, the linebackers coach, who came, comes over from Baylor. I know he was the captain of the 2012 Georgia team that played Alabama toe-to-toe and would have won a national championship themselves had they won that SEC title game. And I know that team was loaded with superstars. And uh, he seems to be a very good recruiter. He, you know, he was at Auburn for a hot minute. He's he obviously been in this SEC. Uh, people seem to like him. I mean, you know, again, you hear all these things. He's considered a glue guy, just like uh, Jimmy described uh, the new offensive line coach, uh, whose name I won't butcher. But uh, also he, from he Baylor. Said, yeah, also from Baylor, and he said, uh, "Yeah, you know, he's one of those offensive line coaches that old school, crusty." And I stopped him and I said. Every time anybody ever hires a defensive line coach or an offensive line what coach, what they say, they always say he's old school and crusty. <laughs> and they, nobody has ever said this is a new age offensive line coach who uh, doesn't believe lead. in contact. <laughs> yeah, he he wants you to 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 uh, walk some, you know, talk somebody into not rushing. You know, they they're always old school and crusty. That's so, true. Um, but by the way, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hijack this for a minute. I told you I went to that Saban Legacy Award. i got to yeah. tell you a funny story. Tell me. Mickey Andrews was there, and uh, Chris Winkie Mickey was there. Andrews. Talk about, yeah. yeah, Mickey Andrews was hilarious, by the way. Um, but uh, Chris Winkie was telling the story about how uh, his second year against NC State, uh, he throws a 76-yard pass for a touchdown, <clears throat> first play of the game. And he was like, okay, this is super easy. He proceeded the rest of the game to throw six interceptions. <laughs> After the third interception, Bobby Bowden comes up to him and goes, son, um, you know we're wearing white today, right? <laughs> and then uh, after the fourth interception, Peter Warwick, who was a superstar receiver yeah. on that team, goes up to Mickey Andrews while he's standing next to uh, to, to Chris Winkie and says, hey, Chris, uh, if you'll just tell me which safety you plan on throwing it to, I'll intercept it. <laughs> That's classic. I just thought that was a great. That's story. That's a great yeah. story. Well, I, I want it. Let me ask you this: as we take, as we let you go, were, were was any of the any of the Bowdens there? Um. Well, yes. Okay. Oddly enough, Terry was there. Okay. Right. Uh, just and no, Terry no, was there. Nobody can say uh, he he had some stories. You know, they they, they all had this weird yeah. West Virginia connection. Um, I know. And Bob, yeah. Tommy Bowden did a phone in, Good. like video recorded video with his mom with uh, with Miss Bowden, who's ninety one now, and she's still very vibrant. And they had a little thing to say. That's good. But uh, and then Shane Beamer was there. I knew um, Beamer was there. To, yep. You know, um, and it was uh, it, it was just really, really interesting and engaging, and all for Children's Hospital, so a great cause, no doubt. Uh, it was a lot of fun. All right, how do people follow you, man? Uh, big night tonight. I know you'll uh, be active on social media. I'm sure. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, check us out, Locked On Bama, anywhere you get your podcast. Also on YouTube, the new pod hit about an hour ago. So go check it out. Be sure to subscribe. You the man, buddy. We appreciate you. 
All right, guys. Thank you. You bet. That's Luke Robinson from Locked On Bama. We'll spin it around with Brent Jones, the director of athletics at Troy, to begin Hour 3. Then Chris Gordy from Locked On SEC follows him. Hour 3 rolls your way on a Locked On Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 1067. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Nothing is as exciting as the sounds of NASCAR. Hear all of the action of NASCAR Cup races on ESPN The Ticket. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Mid-State Driving Academy, where you can get your CDL, Basil's Truck and Camper, for all your towing needs, United Heating and Air, for your year-round comfort, Bud Light, Larry Puckett Chevrolet, and Wiley San Trucking, who is now hiring drivers. The home for NASCAR in 2024 is ESPN The Ticket. Are you in need of a relaxing getaway? From manicuring your lawn to planting fields, nothing beats time on a John Deere from SunSouth, making outdoor projects more efficient and enjoyable. And when you test drive any 1 through 3 series tractor at SunSouth, we'll give you a free John Deere hat and mug. And did I mention 0% financing on select models? So relax, improve your property, and save at SunSouth. Equipment for those that do. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Expires February 29, 2024. Matt Parsley here with Budget Car and Truck Sales Montgomery and Prattville. We've moved all our inventory to the Montgomery location for this huge event. One-stop shopping with no waiting. Selling your car? Buyers on site. Most offers way over Kelly Blue Book. Banks and loan officers with rates from 1.9 and terms up to 84 months. All in one giant location. It's dime time. Dime time's the right time for you to buy a nicer, newer car you deserve. That's right, one thin dime. Keep the jingle in your pocket with dime time. For this event, budgets teamed up with Capital One. If you received an invitation for this event, you're approved. Getting approved is fast, simple, and easy with banks that want to say yes. With even bigger news, the Capital One event has now been open to the public with no impact to your credit. 100% credit approval is our goal. So if you've got a dime and some time, dime time could be right for you. BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. One giant location, 61 Mendel Parkway, just off Atlanta Highway, next to Fraser Church in Montgomery. Call 334-244-9777. Dime time. The Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grills Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said, stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half-pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. Thick cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. Now I know why Eric just said stuff, but that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill in Old Cloverdale. 
Shane is here from United, number one in the River Region when it comes to your indoor comfort. Does United go outside of the River Region? Of course. We have customers at Lake Martin, Lake Jordan, Selma, Tallahassee, Greenville, Tuskegee, and even Union Springs. So United is not only number one in the River Region, United is number one in Central Alabama. With quality workmanship, 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and affordable price, and it should be no surprise. Also with over 300 years combined experience and the ability to service and repair all brands, why would you call anyone else? Don't forget, if your system is beyond repair, we have financing available with approved credit, and we can handle all your plumbing electrical needs, too. If you want the most experienced and the number one AC company in the River Region that's ahead of its competition on all the latest technology, call United today at 262-0247. Or visit unitedheating.net and check us out on Facebook. Alabama certification number 84560. United for your We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp code. Lesson 42. This is how you say happy hour. It's happy hour. Let's go get some Bud Lights. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. Your NASCAR station in the River Region is WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, The Ticket in the River Region. And on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210. Or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313. 1170. Enjoy today's final hour at the roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. All right, let's welcome in Brent Jones as we begin Hour 3. He is the Director of Athletics at Troy University. As you know, we normally have him on Tuesdays, but we had to push him back. He had some meetings uh, yesterday. We appreciate his time. Brent, good afternoon, man. How are you? I am doing well. It's always beautiful here in in Troy. It's a great time to be a Troy Trojan. No doubt. And we're going to get to all of that. But I wanted to get you as a Director of Athletics uh, at, at one of the top G5 programs uh, in the country uh, with Troy, not just football, but basketball and baseball too, and the women's sports, basketball and softball. And uh, you obviously, you, things are rolling with your athletic department. So there was a big story today written by Ross Dellinger, Yahoo. And I'll read you the title, and then we'll dig into it. I want to get your opinions on this. The title of the article says, As college football's elite is engulfed in a power struggle, G5 left just trying to survive. Quoting a G5 coach, We are a farm system. 
with the transfer rules and with what how we feel those may be about to change too, Brent, and the NIL rules, which may be about to change too. I'm just curious about that. Uh, Troy and your last football coach last year, two years ago's team, had a wide receiver, Tess Johnson, that was the top wide receiver for Troy or certainly one of them, and he went on to Oregon. How, how do you feel about where G5 is from a football and basketball perspective? Well, here's one thing I would say is I think, and not only do I think, I know that we need to stick together as much as possible, whether that's P4, P5, G5, however you want to say this. But this isn't something that's just, is it, it might be happening more at the G5 level, but I can make tons and tons of different cases, one in Pike Road, uh, with the former running back at Pike Road who went to Ole Miss and then transferred to Ohio State for a more lucrative NIL deal from, from Judkins. media indications. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so, and the only reason I illustrate that point, that was at the SEC, going to an SEC member school, going to uh, obviously a Big Ten. So does it happen more at a group of five? Maybe. Uh, but at the same time, this is going across the board, and this is why, whether it be P5 to P5, G5 uh, to P5, this is why we have got to get, meaning NCA, we have got to get our arms around this chaos right now that's happened. We just went through a coaching search, obviously. Coach Summerall left. We hired Coach Jared Parker during that process. Of It took about five days, uh, maybe six days, but the Atlanta Falcons went through the exact same process, and it took them about three and a half weeks. But during that process, the Atlanta Falcons only had to focus on coaches, only had to be able to focus on interviews. When in the when intercollegiate, uh, you know, chance when you're going through this process, you have to be worried about so many other things. You have to be worried about the tampering that's going on. You have to be worried about the recruitment that is going on, not just of your current players, but of your recruits that are coming in. And so until we can get our arms fully around what this means from a transfer portal standpoint, as well as on top of NIL, if that means in the next two to three months that that is able to then come back in-house now, per se, um, Whatever these regulations are from the NCAA president, look, this is a time of mass chaos, mass disruption. You have seen that. I will tell you this, uh, and I'm very bullish on the G5. And so the reason why I say this is, look, the sky is not falling by any means. There's always going to be a place for Troy Trojan football, for Troy Trojan baseball, whatever that may be. Uh, people want to see what makes intercollegiate athletics great, what makes March Madness great, what makes Omaha, what makes you know Oklahoma City special. It is the Gonzagas, the Valpos, the Troys of the world as part of this. So I do think there's a place for it, but it is mass chaos right now from intercollegiate athletics because over the last two to three years, we have not put rules in place that have really been dictated to us by the courts. Final question along these lines, and we'll talk about the week ahead uh, for your athletic program. Jamie Chadwell, a guy I know you're familiar with, uh, used yes. to coach in the Sun Belt at Coastal Carolina, now as Liberty's head coach. Just point blank said in this article, and I think I know which direction you're going here. He's talking about football only now. He's not talking about Omaha. He's not talking about Oklahoma City. Right. He's not talking about March Madness. He's saying he thinks it would benefit the G5 if they had their own postseason. In other words, have what a if, G5 yeah. championship. 
What do I say to that? Yeah. So here's what I would say is, you know, I think every topic as well as discussion needs to be on the table until we understand exactly what happens with the CFP and we look at the revenues with the expansion. There's so many different items out there to see how it is. I am a huge fan, a huge proponent, as well as Chancellor Hawkins, as well as several others of inclusion. And that is what makes you know, the world go round. That is what makes intercollegiate athletics so special. And so we want to have as much inclusion as possible. If for some reason we don't have that inclusion, then you can look at different other avenues uh, as part of it. But I'm, I'm not there at that point uh, to be able to say that we need to separate it all. And the reason for that is we have seen time and time again where regardless of budgets, regardless of how many staff members or how many coaches or how many analysts, whatever sport that is, but we're sticking with football, that we can compete uh, and and I still believe that we can do that. All right, let's move along. Big week. Uh, looks like the basketball teams are on the road, but you're going to have some watch parties, I believe, Thursday and Saturday. And then the baseball team, which had some exciting games there at Riddle Pace Field over the weekend, you're welcoming a bunch of smart dudes uh, coming to town <laughs> from Harvard, huh? Absolutely. Before I start, I need to give a shout out to our amazing fans who showed up in record numbers, as well as to our hard and dedicated staff, hardworking, dedicated staff. We had 19 events last week uh, over a five-day period, and at one point we hosted a triple header. Uh, and so not just double headers, but a triple header with baseball, softball, men's and women's basketball, all on Saturday, three different events, three different uh uh, sports going on simultaneously. It was it was a it was a great time to be a Troy Trojan, uh, as I have discussed prior. But I will tell you this: yes, uh, our men's basketball team is currently uh, in second place in the Sun Belt. Our women's basketball team is second place. Both play at Arkansas State. Women tonight, men on nationally TV, national TV, ESPNU. That game has been moved to 8 p.m. We do have a watch party going on at Bomb Powers. Men are on the road Saturday, as well as women against South Alabama. Baseball at home versus Harvard. Baseball right now is four and one. Our our softball team is nine and four. Uh, we are really really cruising on into a cross crossover season, but couldn't be more excited with the way that our men's and women's basketball team are competing and the way that our baseball and softball team have got off to tremendously hot starts. I loved uh, a shot that Barry took from his broadcast location. He's got his own room now there at Riddle Pace Field, uh, and the scoreboard like took up ninety percent of the picture, um, <laughs> and, and I think. I, I, it's I, even larger in real life. Yeah, I responded. I said, "Wow, can you can you see the scoreboard, Barry?" Um, but that thing is gigantic, man. And I wanted to ask you because it's so big and it makes up part of the what the right field wall, right? Uh, right, right around in there. That is correct. Is it is it protected or, or Troy hitter is going to be bouncing a, off of that thing? It will be bouncing, but we do have a net that protects it as well. Uh, against that and we're going to come out tomorrow with a with an article that really highlights the baseball video board as well as the softball video board because they are the two largest in the Sunbelt Conference they have really enhanced an already amazing game day atmosphere and it really enhances our student athlete atmosphere uh, coach Mead talked about he walked out to practice one day when Dectronics was out here installing it and putting on all these different videos and graphics, the entire baseball team was sitting down at second base and they were just glued to what was happening in right That's field. Classic. And he didn't understand what was going on. And he looked out there and they were looking at the video board 
And that just shows you how important it is. But look, Real Pace Field is simply incredible. If you haven't been out, I implore you to. The RBI Club, we're down to 10 tickets left that we'll be able to sell in the season. We're not selling single game. We've had great crowds out there. If you haven't had a chance to see our softball video board as well as our baseball video board, you want to come check it out because it is a game changer. All right, so, uh, again, Harvard this weekend, I believe single games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? That is correct. Friday, Saturday, Sunday should be beautiful weather. 6 o'clock on Friday, 3.33 on Saturday, 1 o'clock on Sunday. We are less than a month away from Jared Parker's first spring practice there in Troy. I, I believe that the last two ultra-successful coaches that Troy's had, and, and you really pump them out in, in the sport of football, got things established in April. Uh, or in, in March and April, setting the tone. I, I think Neil Brown did it. I think John Summerall did it. And I got a feeling Jared Parker is going to do it as well. It's an important few weeks for him. I think you would agree. I absolutely. To that point, I was out there Monday morning. Uh, excuse me, Tuesday morning. He asked me to come out to practice to be able to see exactly what was going on uh, and to be able to see all of his coaches, all of the staff, to be able to have 120 players out there going through the gauntlet of 10 to 15 different events going on. It was the most intense physical workout that I have seen. And I had to remind myself, uh, if I was 18-year-olds, if <laughs> when I was 18, could I have done that? I mean, they were getting after it. The energy, the intensity, it is hugely important. Uh, Coach Parker as well was uh, Monday night, had a special event at Troy Country Club, and then last night was in uh, Headland with our alumni association. So he is hitting it on both ends right now with our fans as well as with our student-athletes. But it's a critical time. And going back to the transfer portal, it's a critical time right now to re-recruit your staff or re-recruit your players time and time again. And I think he's really done a really good job so far with that. Well, I cannot wait to uh, see what comes out of that practice. I know the media is excited about being there and finding out uh, the ins and outs of how Jared Parker is going to run his program. Big weekend in Troy. I'm sending everybody to TroyTrojans.com. You want to get over there. And, again, I thought this was cool, too. Pretty neat that Troy, I think, leads the country in doubles when it's got the best fan experience with Doubles Alley that anybody could ever have. I I think that's pretty cool. It does. And to this point, I'll make it real quick. We talk about the transfer portal. It can be good and bad. You look at our baseball team who's embraced it, our football team, as well as men's basketball across the board. But baseball, we have a transfer at catcher starting, third base, first base, right field as well. So you can utilize it to your advantage. You want to be able to develop the best culture. You want to be able to have the best facilities, the best staff. I think that's what we're able to do at Troy University Athletics across the board, and that's why we've been so successful. You know, but before I do let you go, I want you to tell us i know you and your boy make uh a lot of fun things happen on social media he's a big baseball dude how's that going it's going great look uh he's in uh he's in 10 u all-stars right now i love it and uh he's got two teams going on but it, it's crossover season not just for Troy university athletics but also in the jones household with uh, my daughter on two travel ball or excuse me one travel ball team as well as one uh, rec softball team and then baseball going on so it, it's always a busy time uh on campus or off he's a fun follow uh on social media no doubt the director of athletics at troy brent jones brent it's always a pleasure buddy enjoy the weekend and uh you know try to try to hang out with some of those harvard guys i've always wondered if i if i did that for hours on end would i would i literally be a smarter dude 
<laughs> we will see them this weekend, and we will celebrate them as well. You demand, buddy. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Brent Jones, the director of athletics at Troy. Don't forget, tomorrow, our normal Thursday day, Jake is back on Friday. Tomorrow, we will talk with Troy's head basketball coach uh, at about 11.40. And a new segment tomorrow begins tomorrow uh excited uh about welcoming in jacob goins who'll join us in hour one uh each and every thursday we'll get his take uh i was really i really enjoyed listening uh to jacob and they call him uncle t-bone i call him wade he, you know that that they they have a fun time on mondays wednesdays and fridays you'll be able to hear him uh today with jacob but jacob's going to join me on thursday days and we'll hear from wade a few times too i feel confident on thursdays as well then of course you know will fisher uh is tomorrow as well as mike turk the head coach of the huntington hawks chris gordy from locked on sec is next stick around the locked on day of wednesday rolls on on the max roundtable right after this this is Dory Nokub. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 1067. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Grove. It's an honor for me to share with you some of the great things about our community. In Pike Grove, we focus on four pillars. Planning. We want to know what the future looks like, and we want to work toward that future quality of life. We want to understand why people love living in our community and we want to work to make sure those characteristics are featured every day in Pike Road. Education. We're so blessed to have a great city school system and thankful for all those teachers and administrators who make every day fun in Pike Road when it comes to learning. And we're so proud of our students who are aspiring to be great leaders in our community and great leaders for our nation. And services. We have great services in Pike Road because we work with partners who allow us to meet the needs of our citizens and do so in a very efficient manner. Our four pillars in Pike Road have allowed us to provide focus and have a vision for the future that has made Pike Road a special place. Come see us in Pike Road and learn why we say welcome home breathe in and out every breath makes you feel closer to nature and every sip makes nature feel closer to you Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Beer in its organic form. Basil's Truck and Camper wants to hook you up. Basil's Truck and Camper specializes in trailer sales and service. They install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. They're dealers for Lear, Rollin' Lock, Undercover, WeatherTech, Better Build Toolboxes, B&W Gooseneck Hitches, and are the only draw-tight hitch pro in the state. Basil's Truck and Camper is located at 507 Northeastern Boulevard or call 260-5554. Check them out at basilstruckandcamper.com and follow them on Facebook. Come on by and let Basil's hook you up. 
February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in Central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. There's one thing for certain in central Alabama this time of year. The temperatures are always uncertain. Keep your heating and air conditioning unit operating at peak performance all the time. Call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service seven days a week for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley, central Alabama's green dealer. Alabama certification number 84449. How much do you pay to get a two-piece suit cleaned at your dry cleaners? Is it over $20? Lily's Cleaners charges only $16. Lily's Cleaners also offers military discounts. And if you bring in 20 pieces to be cleaned, Lily's will deduct 20% off your bill. Lily's Cleaners on Dow Raider Road at the Atlanta Highway just behind Dollar Tree and just off the Eastern Bypass on the Lagoon Business Loop, which is the road that runs beside Walter Craig. Lily's Cleaners, where Price cleans clothes. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at ESPNTheTicket.com. Let's welcome in my man, Chris Gordy. He hosts the incredibly popular Locked on SEC podcast. He does a lot of other media things as well. I think he's completed his own show from just a little earlier today. Chris, good afternoon, man. How are you? I'm doing okay. Having some fun, uh, you know, going back and forth with some idiots on Twitter. You know, some people who, uh, <laughs> you know, are, are defending the, the uh, college football playoff and they like that uh, we're just going to reward all these great conference champions, you know, great, awesome conference champs like Liberty and you know, who knows, maybe, maybe Coastal Carolina will be an awesome conference champ that will just get an automatic pass to jump to the top five of the, the playoff. It's awesome. I don't know if you've read the story that Ross Dellinger wrote today uh, at Yahoo.com. He talks about – all of this stuff we're talking about, like G5's now farm system, the elite power struggle continues at the top of the food chain. But the head coach of the Liberty Flames, your aforementioned Liberty, Liberty Flames, uh, the former coach at Coastal Carolina. So the two schools that you've mentioned, Jamie Chadwell <laughs> is the head coach. Uh, and he said, look, man, we're, we're basically a farm system 
And if it continues in the direction that it's going with the elite getting more elite and the the group of five getting poached, he wants there to be a group of five championship. He thinks that's a, that's a way, that, but still allow group of five maybe to play one regular season game against one of the elite programs, but he wants there to be a separate championship, which would take care of your, of your deal with a, a fifth seed, Chris, playing at home against a 12 seed. Nobody would really care to watch it. Right, exactly. Uh, and that's where I think we're headed. You know, I got into a debate with my, my co-host here in Houston yesterday because, you know, he calls me the SEC homer. And look, a lot of times I am. But I, I think I could step back and, and see the big picture a lot of times on things. And, you know, he was trying to tell me that uh, the SEC doesn't get to dictate the terms here. And I said, oh, you are wrong. I said, that's the whole idea of why they teamed up with the Big Ten and why they're putting their foot down today in Dallas in this meeting and saying, we ain't moving forward unless we're getting a bigger share of the pie. You know, the, the numbers that were thrown out there, Greg Sankey said, you know, they, since the playoff has started, the SEC has represented 40% of the field of the playoff, yet only got about 17% of the revenue share. I mean, it's they, they deserve a bigger share of the pie when they're putting the bulk of the teams into the playoff. And so that's the whole reasoning behind the SEC and the Big Ten kind of partnering up with this, you know, advisory group or whatever you want to call it. Um but they're looking down the road saying, hey, we, we are one foot out the door here with the NCAA and the college football playoffs, and we'll create our own damn thing. And, you know, the, the argument was presented to me, well, do you think they get sponsors? I said, hell yeah. If you don't think Dr. Pepper and Allstate and Chick-fil-A would be chomping at the bit to sponsor a SEC Big Ten, you know, league that crowns a champion at the end of the year, they would absolutely do it. And to be frank, the college football playoff, would lose tons of money if they lose the SEC and Big Ten teams and they're crowning a champion, you know, between Purdue and Illinois. Like, nobody's watching that. So, um, I think I think the SEC and Greg Sankey still hold a lot of the power here. I don't think they're ready to branch off, but they can certainly use that as a threat if, if they don't get, you know, what they, what they deserve here. I, I think they got fed up with people like SMU dictating where the future of college football goes. I'm sorry, SMU. You just don't get as big of a say as, the Alabamas, the Floridas, and the, and the Georgias. I'm curious. You're a lot smarter than me, and maybe there is a logical explanation here. Um, why did the Pac-12 hire another commissioner? I mean, what, 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 what exactly is the end game here? There are two teams that are not affiliated with a conference. They are Washington State and Oregon State. Uh, what's the deal? I, I know it's it's a neat story. Teresa Gould uh, named, or you know, a couple of days ago as the as the new commissioner. You got any insight into that? Or, I mean, what what's going on there? Because after baseball season or softball season, there is no Pac-12, is there? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the the idea is just to kind of get through the rest of these sports seasons that are still go ongoing and. You know, as you mentioned, softball and baseball just started up, uh, and I think they were, you know, they were so upset with George Klevkoff that they wanted they wanted him out the door as quickly as possible. So, um, you know, I think that that's what they're making this move for. But no, it's funny at the national championship. I was talking to a buddy of mine who used to work in uh, used used to work at social media with Major League Baseball, and he's been with the Pac-12 Network the, the last couple of years. And I said, man, it's 
it's got to be weird. He said, yeah, we were all joking about we're all updating our resumes because literally come this summer, we're unemployed. And you know, he was telling me it was to the point that they had a, an end date for the network and, you know, hey, this will be the last date of your paycheck and all that kind of stuff. So it is a really, it's a weird time for, uh, you know, for the Pac-12 purists out there that have come to like all things West Coast and Pac-12. But yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is that they still have different sports leagues that are still going to be going on through June. So, um, you know, who knows? Maybe the Pac-12 will get a bunch of teams into Omaha and it'll go even longer. But, um, you know, that's the only reason I can think. But, yeah, it's it's a weird, weird time. And, uh, you know, it's very weird to be looking at, you know, potential playoff, uh, you know, fields next year and seeing UCLA as a potential, you know, the Big Ten team that could get in or Utah as a – Big 12 team. It's just, it's a weird time. I literally just about choked on my water when I read this sentence. Gould joined the Conference of Champions in August 2018 (laughs) and will be tasked with leading Oregon State and Washington State through unprecedented times. So she literally is going to be the commissioner of two freaking schools. That's absurd. and And it's weird, too, because they're like one foot in the door with the Mountain West start next year too so it's like it's it's just really weird it's like you know you you, for years we've had notre dame kind of one foot in one foot out with the acc and you know this past year was that awkwardness of texas and oklahoma still playing in the big 12 while they know they're going to the sec and now you're gonna have oregon state and washington state still holding the pac-12 moniker strong but you're um you're in the mountain west let's face it I'm curious where you feel, knowing what the, that the Big Ten and the SEC are locking arms here, Chris. How do you feel currently the Big 12 and the ACC feel? I mean, do they feel like redheaded stepchildren that are just holding their hands up, pick me, pick me, uh, you know, please allow us to grab your coattails and don't leave us out in the out in the cold? I mean, what's the mindset of these two? The Big 12 is obviously not as strong as it once was in football. The ACC, certainly not what it has been in previous years in football. And we know all of these things are football-centric. So give me your, your – thoughts on where those two lesser conferences feel what do you think they're feeling these days it it reminds me a little bit i think we're a few months away from if you remember that scene in the titanic when they know they've struck the iceberg and everybody starts kind of grabbing their things and heading to the to the deck and starting to get in the lifeboats that's what it's going to be with the pack with the big 12 and the the ACC very soon. I mean, uh, I think Greg Sankey's phone is probably already ringing with the likes of the Clemsons and the Florida States and Virginia and, you know, maybe even Colorado. I, I could see some of those schools reaching out already trying to say, hey, 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 uh, just think of us if you guys decide to branch off and do your own thing because that's what will happen. If, if the SEC and the Big Ten do not like the direction of where uh, the NCA leadership is headed or, you know, the direction of the college football playoff and they're not getting enough of the revenue share. Again, it is a serious threat that they will branch off and create their own thing. But, you know, with 38 teams, it's good, but you could use a couple of the other big powers. And I think you would absolutely want to bring over a, a Florida State, a Clemson, yeah. you know, maybe even a West Virginia, some of those brands um, that we've come to know. And so, yeah, I, I just think it, it'll be – It'll be every man for himself. I mean, look at what happened with the Pac-12. That thing deteriorated within hours. I mean, it it was, hey, it was, hey, UCLA and and USC and and Oregon were all going to the Big Ten. And then, you know, Utah's going, well, hey, let me call the Big 12 real quick. Hey, don't forget us. 
Um, you know, everybody's scattering. And then to your point, you know, Oregon State and Washington State were left standing going, wait, wait what the heck just happened here? I think that, that absolutely can happen down the road with the ACC and the Big 12 if, um, if they don't get all this stuff figured out. I, again, I, I go back to the SEC and the Big 10 hold all the cards here. They really do. They've got all the big brands. And the college football playoff needs to figure out a better revenue-sharing model where the big dogs get the most money. It, it just makes sense. Do you believe, and I'm talking SEC now, asking you to focus in on the league you cover, or could you ever see a day – that when football, D1, FBS football, breaks away and does its own thing, because I think we're heading that way. I have no idea how fast we're heading that way. But do you ever see a possibility that maybe even some SEC schools might not be be included or will just by, you know, because they've been there all along, there we're going to drag them along into this. Well, I think it's I think it's possible. Um, you know, it depends what happens on on the other side. You know, yeah. do, do the remaining teams create their own thing? Like you said, you know, uh, Jamie Chadwell and Liberty talk about creating a you know group of five. Does does the group of five all band together? And do they get to add some of the brands that maybe left get left out of the? you know, SEC Big Ten marriage, and, you know, maybe you have a Miami that doesn't get invited and they're in the group of five. Uh, I, I think they certainly could create their own thing, and, and there would be a lot of attraction to, to that, but it would be almost like, I, I hate to put it this this harshly, but it would be like the SEC and Big Ten, you know, uh, power two would be like the NFL, and, you know, the group of five playing for a championship would almost be like watching, uh, you know, arena football or uh you know, the AFL or whatever these other smaller leagues they're creating. So there just wouldn't be as much interest, uh, frankly. But, um, yeah, I, I could see – look, you, you got to have the Vandys of the world, though. you got to have the teams that, that, you know, you could beat up on and get the easy wins because if you got all blue bloods, uh, it just makes that conference. I mean, then, then we're talking about the end of the year where you know, Alabama, Georgia, and, you know, LSU, they're all 7-5 and five because they all beat That's up on That's true. It's a good point. You got to have some bad teams in the group. There has to be a food chain, right? Uh, a, little, yeah. a little bit. So I'm curious uh, with what you guys are doing, and I listen to you every opportunity I get, which is more often than not. In 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 this kind of transition period we're in, we're we're heading toward postseason in basketball, baseball, and softball, which in this league are big time powerful sports. Uh, with, with all of the teams ranked in the baseball polls that are out. Uh, and then you got spring football also. And all of that's happening in a two-month period, basically. Do, do you guys spread your time a little bit, or do you concentrate on football? Because you know the majority of your viewers and listeners are probably more attuned to what's going on there heading into spring practices. I'm just curious, Chris, what your mindset is when you got – you know, it's not like these sports aren't carrying the mail because they are in baseball and softball, non-revenue sports, but those sports receive ultimately a lot of visibility for the league. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we, we've, we've structured locked on SEC where we're, we're, we're basically football, right. uh, three, you know, 365. That's, that's where our focus is. You know, I go back to my early days getting into sports radio in the early 2000s and you know, I remember uh, talking with a buddy who lived in Tuscaloosa, and you know, he's telling me that in, in the middle of March, 
you know, they're breaking down the third and fourth string tight end at Alabama. I mean, that's, you know, that's what they're talking about. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's football year round in the SEC. It's not to say, I mean, look, I'm a big SEC basketball fan. I'm even an even bigger SEC baseball fan. I had the multiple TVs up on Friday and Saturday, kind of going through and watching all the games. But, um, you know, I've, I've done last year. We, we had our buddy Ben McDonald on. We did a whole yeah. episode preview in the SEC and he was awesome. Nobody covers it, you know, knows SEC baseball better than Ben. No doubt. And yet it was one of our lowest uh, visited, you know, lowest viewed shows. Because I think just, you know, as a whole, people just don't give a damn. They, they, they Football is king. And so it, it's a fun time for SEC sports because there's a lot going on. But at the end of the day, man, fo- football's still king. That's what everybody cares about. Put it this way. Like, I, look, if I did a show today talking about Auburn basketball, I'd get a lot of Auburn basketball fans tuning in and checking it out. But Florida basketball fans don't give a damn about Auburn basketball. The SEC football is the only sport where we give a damn about the other schools, you know, almost as much as our own school. Alabama fans will tune in to a show that I dedicate to Georgia football because they want to hear what Georgia's got because they got to beat Georgia to win the SEC. So it's just football is the one thing that transcends. We all go into our own little bubbles when we talk about football or, or basketball or baseball or softball or whatever. But SEC football is the one sport that appeals to everybody across the conference because I, I don't know why we're just we're the most educated football fans when it comes to that. In the Big Ten, you know, Ohio State fans know Michigan, but they don't they couldn't tell you who Illinois starting quarterback is. They don't know. <laughs> SEC fans know who the starting quarterbacks are across the conference. They they just give a damn. Speaking of Alabama football, I was thinking yesterday when you consider what's happened since mid January or the first, you know, week of January and then what's happened since through mid-February or the 20th of February, I, I just don't ever remember a program with as much upheaval as Alabama's football program has had. The retirement of Saban, the hiring of DeBoer, the staff of DeBoer, then the second staff of, I mean, literally a complete turnover of his staff, it seemed, for the most part. At least 75% of his staff seemed to flip. The players leaving through the window, players coming in, recruits leaving. I compared it, and I don't really recall what it was like, but I'm assuming, Chris, that when Franchoni left for A&M and Alabama hired Mike Price, and Mike Price didn't make it through totally through the spring uh, before he got to summer, and then the hiring of Mike Shula. Maybe there was the feeling of everything seems to be going in a million directions, but this has almost been unprecedented the last month and a half. It has been, and you got to consider the time we live in, the, the social media age where everything is True. magnified, everything True. is out there. Um, you know, if you were an Alabama fan that didn't pay attention to the news or social media and, you, you know, you, you paid attention to the day Nick Saban retired, you paid attention to the day they announced Kalen DeBoer was hired as head coach, and then you just completely tuned out and then you check in today, you know, you, you, you know you're not in panic mode. You're not in freak out mode. You're looking and going, all right, looks like he hired a good staff. Looks like we got a pretty talented roster, still a number two recruiting class. You know, all this stuff, you just go, hey, we look pretty good. But if you pay attention to the day-to-day, yeah, there's been some freak-out factor. When it looks like you're getting – you know, when Ryan Grubb is literally on campus saying, I'm the offensive coordinator here at Alabama, and then a week later he's not. Um, You know, (laughs) it's been a lot of up-and-down transition and all that. I will say, you know, I think he's done the best job he could with 
Developing a staff, I, I still am a little curious. I wish he would have had a, a few more guys with SEC ties on the roster. Not saying you have to have that, but when I look at the guys on his staff, man, it's a lot of it's a lot of Washington guys. It's a lot of guys. A lot of, ba- a lot of Baylor Coast, guys too. Yeah, Baylor, Georgia Southern, and it's and it's amazing. And I guess social media is just a weird tool, but I'm still shocked at how many Alabama fans every time they announce an assistant coaching hire, they go. Oh man, this is a, this is a great hire. Oh man, it's a home run hire. I'm going. Let, let's see the guy coach a damn game first before we decide this is a home run hire. Like, and that's why I've been on Kalen DeBoer the whole time. Does he have a great track record? Sure, but we we know the SEC is a different animal. And until Kalen DeBoer is one and 2 and or three and in the SEC, I, I'm I'm going to be a little bit of a skeptic uh, on on can he coach in this conference? But. Um, again, on paper, it looks like a good staff. Kane Womack, I, I think, you know, has the potential to be a really good D.C. Uh, I do have major questions with the O.C. Uh, uh, given the, the option of having Ryan Grubb or, you know, DeBoer with Nick Sheridan and, and Jamarcus Shepard as co-O.C.s, is that going to work? I have no idea. I just know the track record typically co-O.C.s aren't, you know, don't have a great track record in college football. There's been some where it's worked, so. We'll see, uh, but again, it, it all comes down to winning. If Kalen DeBoer's winning, the offense looks good. Milrose tearing it up. They're, it, you know, winning solves all your problems. You're going to have fans happy. You're going to have recruits starting to come in, and, and he'll be off and running. But um, man, it's it's you're right. It, it has been a weird, weird off season, and uh, I, I'm sure there's been the, the therapist in Tuscaloosa. I'm sure the phones have been ringing off the hook because there's a lot of people that have had major ups and downs and maybe need some anti-depression medicine from the spring of Alabama football. Time. Totally agree with you. And a final question to you, which spring practice, if you could attend one, just one, which program in this league intrigues you the most that you would want to see what's going on in uh, March and April? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think Alabama is, is, is obvious is the obvious one. I mean, just because we know, we don't know what Kalen DeBoer is really. I mean, how many people, you know, I, I said it back in December prior to him making the playoffs, how many SEC fans could even tell you who the Washington head coach was? You know, I don't think people knew who Kalen DeBoer was. So we don't really know his style. We don't really know how he's going to coach at Alabama, how this is all going to gel, you know, what they keep the same from the Saban era, what's different. So the easy one to me is, is Alabama, but, um, you know, A&M intrigues me a lot. Uh, Colin Klein, I've heard nothing but great things about him. We know Connor Wegman is, you know, has proven to be a pretty good quarterback in the SEC, in the SEC when healthy. But, man, you know what? I like drama, Doug. Uh, how can you not go watch Florida and Billy Napier and, and see how that thing is yeah. going to come in shape? Because it, that, that whole thing has been a debacle. And for a guy who's literally, you know, the, the walking dead out there in, Tusk, in, in Gainesville, you know, is he going to be fired after this year? Is the odds-on favorite? Uh, you know, says he will be, but uh, Florida would be an interesting one to watch, just because I'm sure I'm, I'm curious how all, the, all these pieces are going to come together. How do you? How do people follow you, Chris, uh, with the great work you're doing there with Locked On SEC, my friend? Yeah, wherever you get your podcast, Locked On SEC. In today's episode, we did a whole segment talking about the five plus seven model of the playoff, and I'm just not a fan of the conference champs getting the automatic uh, pass to the top of the line, and, and I explained it in the show, but just. You know, for an argument's sake, a 10-3 and three Big 12 champ Arizona jumping into the top five, I think is just is not deserving. If we have two 12-0 SEC teams play for an SEC title, the person who loses that game is 12-1, and one, but they drop down automatically to the sixth seed or lower. I just think it's silly. It's absurd. We should just go with the top 12 teams, one through 12, 
and forget all these automatic bids for conference champs. Can you imagine if we did that in the NCAA tournament? Granted, you win your conference championship, you automatically get a bid to the NCAA tournament. But can you imagine they said, you won your tournament and you're a one seed? Like, wait a minute. No, that's not how this works. You'll get to automatically move to the front of the line. So, um, anyway, check it out. Locked on SEC. It should be fun. Count on me checking it out, buddy. We appreciate you. Hope you have a great rest of the week. All right. Thanks, bud. Take care. Chris Gordy from Locked on SEC. Back right after this with more of the Locked on Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with Come on, bring it in. I'm going to talk to you about trust. Now, trust is not something you can order online, guys. The true test lies out there on the field. So tonight, before you even think of grabbing an ice-cold Budweiser, you designate a driver. Because at the end of the night, he's the one helping make sure you get home safely. Now, that is trust. Great times are waiting when you designate a driver. Say it with me now. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Without the complications, call Five Innovations today. 
Are you ready to transform your bathroom into a space of innovation and luxury? Look no further than Bath Innovations of Alabama, your go-to for custom bathroom remodeling. Bath Innovations introduces cutting-edge shower enclosures crafted with integrated high-tech polymer, safety, space optimization, and a stunning aesthetic. These enclosures redefine your bathroom experience. Made with top-tier materials and state-of-the-art technology, their enclosures boast unparalleled durability. They are mold and mildew resistant, easy to clean, and come with a limited lifetime warranty. Bath Innovations shower enclosures proudly carry the prestigious Good Housekeeping seal of approval, ensuring quality and excellence. With over 300 color pattern combinations, finding the perfect match for your bathroom decor is a breeze. Elevate your space with Bath Innovations. Interested in a bathroom remodel? Call Bath Innovations today for a free estimate. Visit their design center at 2331 Eastern Boulevard or explore options on their website, bathinnovations.com. Drive for a company that puts God and family first. Wiley Sanders Trucking is looking for experienced local and over the road dump truck drivers. If you're a cement or line truck driver, Wiley Sanders Trucking needs you too. Call 855-777-9785 or 334-372-5049. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you feel like part of the family. Besides top pay, you'll get Blue Cross Blue Shield, 401k, and a sign-on bonus. You won't feel like just a number. When you drive for Wiley Sanders, you'll feel like family. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Everybody, uh, as we get you ready for a big, big night of college basketball in this state, Florida and Alabama, you know, if you look at this and obviously I'm biased, obviously thinking of how important games are in the Southeastern Conference, but when you got John Rothstein uh, saying what he's saying about the game. He's college basketball CBS Sports uh, insider. Uh, has about a half a million followers on social media. This is what he says about the game in Tuscaloosa tonight. Florida is averaging 83.9 points per game in its last eight. Alabama is averaging 92.3 points per game in home games at Coleman Coliseum. Expect a shootout tonight in Tuscaloosa. This is the game of the night in college hoops. And the neat thing about it is if you may be a fan of other SEC schools, there's not really much competition. Alabama and Florida tip at 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN2. Georgia and Vanderbilt, who gives a rat's flip about that? That one's at 7.30 on the SEC Network. Nobody will be watching that one. I doubt it. Except you dog fans out there, maybe. Perhaps. Probably not. Kentucky and LSU at 8 o'clock on ESPN tonight. And then the Egg Bowl of basketball. Ole Miss and Starkville to take on Mississippi State at 8 o'clock on ESPN2 following the Alabama game. Now, I checked the line on Alabama-Florida prior to the show today. It was 8.5. It's now 9.5. 
It is going up, which is surprising to me. I thought it would go down. I thought most people would take Florida in this situation. Florida ranked 24th in the AP poll. Alabama ranked 13th in the AP poll. So a little surprised that that line is going up. That could be a good sign for Alabama. Although I told Charlie Trotman today, and it may be my defeatist attitude, I think this is going to be a war tonight. You did hear our man Luke Robinson say, though, he thinks it's Alabama's second easiest game down the stretch. Alabama has Arkansas at home to finish out the regular season. He thinks that's Alabama's easiest game. He thinks this one is its second easiest game. Tennessee is the third home game that Alabama has, and then road games at Florida, at Ole Miss, and at Kentucky, which happens this Saturday. So, should be a fun night of college basketball. We will be all over it the next couple of days for sure. Again, I said this to you earlier, but listen to this. If Alabama gets upset tonight, listen to where things would be. Kentucky, if Kentucky beats LSU, and I'm assuming they will, in Baton Rouge, Kentucky, Florida, Auburn, and South Carolina would all be 9-4, and four, and Alabama and Tennessee would be 10-3. and three. Alabama plays Tennessee at home in about a week. Alabama plays Kentucky on the road Saturday. We could literally have a cluster at the top. Think about this. With four games left, we could have six teams, six of the 14, with a legitimately strong chance of winning the league. That's crazy. I don't remember it being like this. Maybe it has been like this. And I just have forgotten. But I think there are combinations of wins and losses over the next week, week and a half that could make this a dead heat heading into the last four for a handful of teams. And that is wild. All right, we'll take a break. We're back to wrap things up. Stick around. Say it, taking you to the house right after this on the Wednesday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns from the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. Weekends are made for NASCAR. Your NASCAR station in Central Alabama is ESPN The Ticket. Hear all of the action of the NASCAR Cup races on Central Alabama Sports Leader. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Basil Truck and Camper. Mid-State Driving Academy. Tire City on the Atlanta Highway and Southern Boulevard. United Heating and Air. 
and Larry Puckett Chevrolet. The radio home for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. Matt Parsley here with Budget Car and Truck Sales Montgomery and Prattville. We've moved all our inventory to the Montgomery location for this huge event. One-stop shopping with no waiting. Selling your car? Buyers on site. Most offers way over Kelly Blue Book. Banks and loan officers with rates from 1.9 and terms up to 84 months. All in one giant location. It's dime time. Dime time's the right time for you to buy a nicer, newer car you deserve. That's right, one thin dime. Keep the jingle in your pocket with dime time. For this event, budgets teamed up with Capital One. If you received an invitation for this event, you're approved. Getting approved is fast, simple, and easy with banks that want to say yes. With even bigger news, the Capital One event has now been open to the public with no impact to your credit. 100% credit approval is our goal. So if you've got a dime and some time, dime time could be right for you. BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. One giant location, 61 Mendel Parkway, just off Atlanta Highway, next to Fraser Church in Montgomery. Call 334-244-9777. Dime time. Ben McNeil with Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express. Welcome to the only full-service auto spa in the Tri-County area. Let me show you how easy it is to get the best wash for your vehicle. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express is looking for a few good men and women to be part of their team. Work full or part-time, it's up to you. Mr. Ben's is the only full-service car wash in the area. The car or truck runs through the tunnel, and when it comes out, that's when your job begins. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express, next door to Fraser Methodist Church on the Atlanta Highway. This is Johnny from Sinclair's from Bond Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughn at Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu. Offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch, two great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are we got a soup called She Crab soup which is extremely popular we've got a bunch of pasta dishes which people love mediterranean chicken is my favorite sinclair's we do live music light stuff on wednesdays and thursdays and then on fridays and saturdays maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands come see why sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years johnny sullivan sinclair's at the corner of vaughn and taylor find them on facebook at sinclair's east google search sinclair's restaurant sinclair's When you think of chiropractic care, I'll bet you only think of a doctor that can help alleviate back and neck pain. This is Dr. Bob Hollis of HealthStar Chiropractic, and I want to talk about another patient who came in, this time with knee pain. He said that he wanted to see if we could help him before he went to see an orthopedic doctor. Just like the patient with back issues I've been telling you about, after we stretched and adjusted his knee, he told us that he was walking upstairs the very next day without any pain. Many of HealthStar patients come looking for non-surgical options, and we help them maintain their aging bones and prevent the need for surgery. At HealthStar Clinic, we offer a wide variety of medical-based treatments that allow us to provide quick pain relief for suffering patients. You can see what all ailments we treat at our website, HealthStarClinic.com. We are located just off Taylor Road across from Applebee's and in Prattville on Cobbs Ford Road where you can now find me. Come by and let's see if we can relieve your pain. You might be pleasantly surprised by the results. The Troy Trojans play on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. Says I know one day her daddy will wear her away, but 
welcome back, everybody. As we roll on toward the top, do you realize it literally is interesting that spring practice for Auburn and Alabama start soon? I mean, how wild is that? I think Auburn starts uh, next Tuesday. Uh, Alabama's uh, is not too far down the road. Um, it, it literally is here, folks, big time. You heard our man uh, Chris Gordy uh, say that if he could be at one, he would want to see what Kalen DeBoer and his staff are doing at Alabama. Um, and that's uh, literally, I think I would probably choose the same thing uh, if I could, uh, for sure. Um, Auburn. I'm looking, try to track down exactly uh, when. I know Auburn's is next week. I think it's Tuesday. Uh, and others are starting before you know it uh, as well. That's going to be really, really interesting uh, to see. Don't forget our man Jacob Goins show along with Wade Bennett. He's not called Wade Bennett on that show, but that show starts here right now. If you're listening in Auburn, Opelika on ESPN 106.7, Uncle T-Bone, I believe is what they call him over there. That should be fun. And Jacob makes his first appearance on our show tomorrow. And we hope you'll join us on the Thursday edition of the Max Roundtable. We'll have a lot of basketball tonight to talk about tomorrow. The SEC standings will come a little bit clearer after Florida's visit to Tuscaloosa tonight. Have a great evening, everybody.